everyone welcome to the beginning of the stream with your host pumpkinberry who has a very important announcement yes i am looking at this quarantine week two cat fashion show and this cat is has like a mouse necklace on and then sunglasses and a scarf and it's just continually walk it's cute just go look right. at it i'll, well, I'll put the link in. i'm glad that we started with that. something that no one can see whether you're listening to it on yeah. the audio podcast or if you're uh, actually cute. watching the stream uh there is no way for you to see you it. told me to talk about it on well the i stream. thought it was so gonna be that's why i said is it something you can talk about on the stream mm -hmm. and you said yes yes the answer was in fact no it's um, my fav favorite i have to troll you because this might be the last episode that is true <laughs> it's the last I ever to, episode i have to get my punch troll out i've been trolling kpp for about hour and a half solid yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been, uh, it's fun. I don't know what to tell you, okay? It, it's, you make it too easy, really. Do I, need, I uh, need to be meaner? Is that what I need to start doing? Yeah, or what give me I... less ammunition. If you start your stream with, hi, everybody, I was homeschooled, I'm like, okay, here we go. <laughs> I, my fingers start typing before I've even taken back i told control. you that in confidence on my stream brad <laughs> uh wait so if you were home now this is something i really do not know anything about who taught you how do you learn do you okay, actually so learn from your parents or is that just a meme well we my mom and dad decided in second grade that they were going to do that my mom has a degree in education so she actually used to teach before she taught wait, my wait, sister wait, 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 wait. dial it back one second she has a degree in education is a very broad term well, that's how like they, they at least in here in the, this country you can get education a in degrees. education to be a teacher yeah okay but then they specialize how do they do it in the uk yeah you, can know, you're like, you get a degree like... in english and then you're an english teacher yeah you, you can get a like, degree in education with... if you're lying to your children about well then anyway after that yeah, go on. when uh in high school we did an accredited program and I mean, I didn't have any choice in this, by the way. We would get videos sent to us, like from an actual classroom, and we would watch them. We had assignments we had to send in, and um, <laughs> that's adorable just did it and that creepy way. at the same time. So someone went to a nearby school and filmed the class, and then brought it. No, to this you. is the school did this. Like they had an actual oh. location, and then they did this. <laughs> as another. Well, your thing. mom would show up like one of those, like you know, in Supernatural when they pretend to be FBI. She would show up at the school and be like, "I have a degree in education," and just walk past. Pull out a camera, film the class, go home, play that to you the next day. I mean, that's essentially what my life is. Yeah. So. <laughs> and how long did you do that? For? Uh, from second grade till the high, uh, senior year of high school. Okay. I don't know really what that is, but I assume it's equivalent. 12th grade? Before she goes know. off to university. Yeah. And then you it. said she you went, went to high school. You said you went to college. Yeah. I got a four year degree in psychology from an actual college. Mm -hmm. It was made out of bits of 
<laughs> it was a college that my father built in the tree, <laughs> in the garden. Then <laughs> college. All right. Well, um, hey. You have a degree, Brad? I do. I horrifically have a uh, a diploma in graphic design, which is hysterical because I'm so bad at it. Um, <laughs> and I keep I keep drawing things. Like this week, I made a, a thing for Peachy, and he tweeted it out, which was like a dwarf with the meme eyes and all this horrible like flames on it. It's just the worst thing you've ever seen in your entire life. And he was laughing about how terrible it was. And then I told him I had a degree in graphic design and he cried on stream of sadness. Deleted his channel. Um, what have you got a degree in PV? Look at her laughing. Uneducated swine. I am actually, I dropped out. Yeah? I never finished, yeah. What was it, what were you studying? Uh, a couple of different things I'd rather not discuss. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, it's just... I no, think I definitely very, want to know. No, well, it's a very unique program, and I don't want to be Googled, so... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> if you're one of those people that signed up to be experimented on by, like, pharmacy companies, <laughs> no. that's not a degree. No. All right. Well, I, I could hazard a guess, but I, I'm not going to do it live on the stream. Thank you. Thank um, you. But I will, <laughs> I will never let this go. <laughs> I just want you to know that. Okay. We will be revisiting this uh, at some point. What about you, Disby? You, you, you school? Uh, uh, well, no, I've been out of school. Um, but yeah, I too didn't finish uh, college, but uh, I was taking multimedia arts. Yeah. You, you, you dropped out? Yes, I did. To do what? To stream? Well, um, not quite, but it was um, in regards to the video game industry. Mm. So, yeah. So, yeah. It wasn't me I... throwing shade. I pretty much did exactly <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> I did the same thing. I, I became a full-time YouTuber like, <laughs> halfway through a degree. Yeah. Okay. I am, yeah. All right. There's a lot of, like, just... Yeah, I, I sort of... <laughs> I dropped out. I was doing my media arts, and then I did a thing with Grimms. Use the thing with games. Well, because oh, okay. this is, I know you don't know this, Brad, but this is what parents normally do. They put that pressure on their kids to be like, are you graduating? Are you graduating? So that's kind of what you're doing to her right now. Yeah, I Being know. Being like, what'd you get your degree no, in? I know exactly what I'm doing. Okay. I'm unsettling all of you, and then I'm going to throw you into a genjutsu with a demon. So, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, yeah. Pocket, I already know. Oh, what do you know? You, um that you uh graduated i graduated yes with honors i don't know about that but yeah military school <laughs> <You're right. laughs> no uh school was actually my parents uh they they said they'll pay for school if i don't join the military uh because i was going to oh wow you said yeah, school was so, your parents uh, j just like kpp then my no uh my parents were military Oh, they were military. Yeah, they were military, and they didn't want me to join the military. I knew it. I was an, uh, I'm an only child, and uh, uh, granted, I'm my family is perfectly fine with women joining the military. They did not want me to join the military as a, their daughter. So, um, even though my mom was in the military, my grandpa, else? do what now? They paid you to study something else instead of joining. Pretty the military much, they're thing. like, don't join the military, go to school. So I became an English major with an emphasis on creative writing. Hey, so you still became a major. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Uh, yeah, 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 no, because there's a majors in the arm. Oh, all right, never mind. Um, uh, and uh, did you get, you worked, you did work in the video game industry, right? 
Good yeah, for for quite a few years, and then I quit about four years ago to become a full time broadcaster. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, I've been in, in the industry for about ten years now, but uh, four years ago I became full time broadcaster. All right. So two of us are educated. Two of us are almost educated, and one of us thinks they're educated. <laughs> That's you, KPP, because you are. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm taking the bread emote down. Oh no, we did it, it's by no, the way. Was that was that I live on the stream it. or was that off the stream when we said that we would replace the I, uh, or bring back the emotes if you did a bread I one? I don't on remember. Did we mention that we on the stream? Live. Yeah, I think we said it yeah, live. I can't remember. Everything is blurring into one um, over the last few weeks. Uh, yeah, there is a bread emote now. So if you subscribe to KPP, you get that horrific um Brady Mo. He's beautiful. He's so scary. Okay. He's so, so scary, good. dude. So good. She made it herself today. <laughs> she drew it in pain. That's hard to believe. She made it herself <laughs> like it's some sort of piece of Yeah, just like her art. degree. It is. it is fine art. Um she <laughs> <laughs> She uh it's it's the most like existential bread I've ever seen. It's so scary. So good. <laughs> oh my god, it freaks me out so bad. And I brought back as an agreement the trash emote, which is literally all I did was upload a PNG of a trash once, just for a joke, for like a day. And it was for me. Was it for you? I uh, know, I yeah. don't remember. I but... came in for the first time, by the way. The first time I go into Brad's chat, and he's like, look at this piece of trash pumpkin berry, <laughs> and then put up a trash emote. Yeah. And everybody spammed it at me. He was and like, that... no, that was the origin there. story. Now, a great that, friendship so... was born. Yep. <laughs> um... Yeah, so there it is. Um, and you can also subscribe to uh, Pumpkinberry for an emote of me. Is that still there? You oh, still yeah. Got yeah, it is. The the OMG one, yes. Yeah, you can subscribe to Disby for one of the best kiss emotes. Let me just demonstrate. Look at that one. That's a good one. And uh, you can subscribe to Pocket for my favorite sip emote if you want to yep. subscribe for some good emotes. The best. Every one of these people is a worthy subscription, but only for their emotes and not for their content, including myself. Um, so, uh, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna, that's what they're for, right? Emotes are just to incentivize these animals to, to give us money for free. <laughs> and subscribe to Table Story for um, an emote of bow. There's literally a bow, bow, bow email. Email, emote. Uh, the, right there, and you and you will get an email from Bo Bobo, personalized email <laughs> sent from Disby. Um, there's a backlog. Thank you for your subscription. Mm. Bada boom. Bada boom. So, um, last time on the Dungeons and Dragons, um, <laughs> you are, uh, you guys, um, you guys, uh, uh, um, were involved in a fight in a in a temple, a temple of ice temple that was supposedly dedicated to Auril um, <coughs> in Bologna and um, the high priest there revealed himself to be Igan, the incubus demon, a sort of charm demon, although he seems to also have um, almost like warlock powers he seems to be drawing um, power from, from uh, a patron he is obviously a priest as well, so he also kind of has some like clerical or like dark clerical abilities. Um, and uh, you guys worked it out, but you didn't know at the time that he had a kind of a uh, uh, a device or a, or a, a something 
that he's using to enhance his powers even further. Um, you kind of had a little back and forth with him. Kalugi tried to hold him in place so that you can get a, a, get a strike on him, but he broke out of it. He charmed all of you, pretty much. You all ended up inside of a kind of... Um, uh, a, a sort of a mind hole, a trap, uh, a genjutsu. Uh, he sort of imposed upon you this illusionary world that you're trapped in. It seem, it, it uh, feels and seems very real to you, but um, slowly over the course of the combat last week, you discovered that, in fact, it was um, not real. It is illusionary, and it's being imposed upon you by this um, creature, this demon. You... Um, you ended up fighting with him. You reduced his HP all the way down to nothing. <clears throat> he was looking all battered up and broken. He had arrows in his eyes and he had wounds on him and things like that. Um, but it was all false. It was a ruse. He um, healed himself. He appeared to you um, to be kind of messed up. But then he kind of just healed himself and got over with it. Um, oh, God. What have I done? Is it me? Okay. The, uh, the, um, the icy temple that you're in kind of melted away and was replaced with this... Uh, um, uh, kind of inside of a cavern, inside of a mountain-looking um, area. There is lava flowing up from the floor. There's an island at the center of it. On a pillar stands this um, kind of almost evolved version of Igan. He's a bigger, um, stronger-looking demon, appearing very menacing in a hood and with, like, graying skin. Um, he, uh, you, You've been going back and forth trying to figure out you... Guys worked out, between Suna and Bo, Suna kind of worked out that she was inside of a an illusion. Um, uh, Aura uh, has snapped out of an even deeper illusion that she was in and has been kind of trying to attack Igan. Um, Bo actually popped the non-cork of his um, elixir that was handed to him by Ahi right at the beginning of the campaign, drank it and unlocked a sort of hidden power within himself as an elementalist. A water elementalist and Disby, you will see that your character sheet, which I will uh, double check as well, has some extra things on there. You have um, basically got an expanded spell um, list available to you. You have uh, a, a two more cantrips elemental overlay, which essentially you can lay onto your crossbow or your sword or anything really, a stick that you find on the ground and convert it into. Um, water energy, um, give it frost damage or water and kind of acidic damage. Um, you have control, water and ice as well. You can sort of, uh, it's like, uh, you ever see Avatar where they, the, the water benders can do that kind of thing. You can sort of do that with ice and, and water. Um, there was another spell, but I can't remember what it was that I gave you. And, uh, you also have on your skills, if you go all the way down, you will see that you have access to um, some extra abilities. Uh, you have the extra elementalist spellcasting, which explains that you will get more of those at higher levels. Um, you get a thing called nourishment, which is that when you're not in combat near a source of natural water, your healing spells will heal twice as much and at their maximum value. So if it's a 1d4, you can basically just say it's 4. You don't need to roll the dice, you just take the max. Um, but you have to be out of combat, remember, and you need to be near a source of natural water, a lake or river or something like that, or it needs to be raining. Um, luckily for you, it's always snowing at the moment, so <laughs> you pretty much just have to be outside. Um, you have uh, a move called um, <clears throat> Ice Master, which is that all spells that you cast that have the acid or frost 
um, or cold um, or water subtype uh, deal uh, an extra 1d6 damage. So if you add spells as you level up or you change any of your spells and they have um, water or frost or whatever, they will be spells that will, for you, do an extra 1d6 the damaging spells. You also have a thing called Acid Rain, which is that rain falls down and uh, in an area that's a 15-foot radius, any creature that's in that area um, has to make a constitution saving throw. If they fail it, uh, they, they um, instantly lose their concentration on any spells they might be concentrating on and uh, they can't take any dash actions to try and run out of that um, rain. And uh, it says how many times you can do it. I added the acid rain two times per rest. And you get additional things at um, higher levels. So it's very similar in terms of structure to the way these two have chronomancy. If any of it doesn't make any sense, um, let me know. You can t ask me while we're live or you can just we can work it out off the stream because this is kind of homebrew stuff that I've added in. It's like an additional thing. Um, you have some things that usually come from your race, some things that come from your class. You can multi-class, but this is none of those things. It's just an additional like bolt-on thing. Um, and I'm going a little crazy because this is how it works and I didn't know really exactly how to do this thing, but I needed to do something. Um, and I didn't want it to be tied to your races. I thought it was too obvious. I wanted it to be more to do with your personalities, kind of, and, and how you presented yourselves and this was way back when you all handed me your blank character sheets and I went well let's see what these personalities represent and what that might mean for their hidden abilities we'll never know for sooner and or up because they traded it in they traded in their innate power for orrowed power the power of the magi and the chronomancy that they condensed uh, into uh, um, the gate of time that we visited before and they kind of um, unlocked their own abilities within that field. So they got their chronomancy. And Ellie is a rogue, so she doesn't really need any help. She has sneak attack, which is, so she's unlocked all of her hidden powers. She doesn't, she's fine. She'll be fine. Um, <laughs> so um, <clears throat> towards the end of the, uh, the, the, um, the fight here, you guys... Uh, Kind of realized that you're in this thing, but you haven't worked out exactly how to get out of the illusionary place that you've been placed in by Igan. And um, things just to remind you is that Kalugi can hear sounds um, kind of being imposed upon him, and he's kind of turning around on the spot. He's getting angry and frustrated with Igan at the sounds that he's hearing. Ellie is hearing the sounds of Bologna, the sounds of the street, the cobblestones, horses, people shouting at one another, almost as if she's just tuning into it live, almost like picking up on a frequency. Um, she's hearing it come from near where Igan is or from beyond where he is. No one else seems to be able to hear anything. Um, and you guys were in the uh, middle of this combat pretty much trying to figure out what to do, how to get out. Igan kind of said he's not playing around anymore and started launching out Eldritch Blasts. Um, so he's standing now on top of this pillar, kind of throwing out these these um, these these blasts of energy, and, and he's firing them off. So although, obviously, we're going through turn order here, essentially he's in the middle here, coalescing energy on, into his hand and firing them down at each of you 
just kind of almost like having fun with it, kind of like just a guy firing at fish in a barrel, you know what I mean? He's kind of just seems to be loading up this energy in his hands and firing them off at you. Um, seems to, he seems to have um, alluded to the fact that he is almost chipping away at you, at your will, um, and that perhaps this is, this is uh, um, the outside of this somewhere, you're, you're um, in here, you're fighting to keep sane almost, um, and that eventually after he's chipped away at your will, then perhaps he has more control over you or complete control over you or maybe you die, you don't know, but he seems to be doing something like that. As it stands, you guys are running low on abilities and spell slots and HP is now um, potentially going to be your next issue. At the end of the last session, I think Igan had finished his turn and uh, that brings us to Grim. Grim, of course, was fell into this hole. There's a hole it seems to be a bottomless pit around where Igan is stood on this pillar. Um, but he pulled out a crossbow. He's kind of sitting on his on his uh, on his ass here. His legs are up in front of him with these grieve boots on and things, and he's loading crossbow bolts into the crossbow. He seems to be a little frayed at the edges, almost like he's almost in in, in as much as you can read from him. He's almost maybe beginning to panic a little bit. He's unsure. He's, he's, he's so used to being able to hit things and take control over the situation that way. It, seem, it seems to be... Um, he's a little unresponsive to you guys. Um, I think Ellie or Kalugi had interacted with him. Someone interacted with him and he was just kind of like, uh, I'm just going to keep hitting him. Um, so he loads up a crossbow bolt and you just hear the, the, the um, latch kick as he fires off another bolt at this giant form of Igan. And let's see how he does. First roll of the day is a 16. I've already forgotten what Egan's AC is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a hit. Bang. So you guys, once again, you see this crossbow bolt strike into this kind of gray flesh of Egan. You see the thing hit, you see blood dark um, red um, but but blood trickle down the front of Igan as this crossbow bolt buries deep within his uh, his ribs uh, but he just doesn't seem to even respond to it um, even though you witness this thing happening you see Grim struggling again with the crossbow uh, I'll take him down just you wait and see you fucker he starts to load another bolt up bringing us to Zuna's turn uh, do I do I hear anything uh, you can give me a perception check if you'd like I would like that are you listening for anything in particular um, I'm sorry you'll have to remind me who shouted what I think um, they said that there was a sound, right? That's what we were discussing. Kalugi shouted something along the lines of how dare you have me hear her voice. Um, right. I can't remember if Ellie shouted that she could hear the sounds of the city or whether she I told, it. uh, I, she told I, I did Kalugi say something. I think I said it to Kalugi. 
Okay, we uh, agreed that um, as long. I mean, was it particularly hushed, or are you just kind of speaking? Because no, I was just talking. Okay. We agreed that it's it's relatively quiet in here, and and there there is, although for us there's maybe the sound of music and things like that going on. In here, there's really just the sound of of Egan laughing at you every now and then, and that's about it. Mm. Seven. Seven. You uh, hear nothing. You hear the sounds of the lava gently popping. Um, you hear the sounds of appear you feel like you're underground um obviously you know it's an illusion but it feels like you're underground there's a sense that you're you're underneath like the earth's crust you know this isn't like you're in a volcano maybe but more so that you're very deep underground um but not um yeah no sounds no sounds of the city you don't hear anybody's voice aside from anyone who might be interacting with you or speaking to you now um yeah, i see no, you, you gave me the toolkit uh, what did I give you like to see? Yeah, I did. I forgot that I added a thing for you. We spoke about something as well. Uh... Is that, but see, I still don't necessarily know how to use it. Is that something I could utilize now? Mm. Wait, where's to this look? toolkit? It's the only, uh, right under the passive wisdom. Oh, okay. Calling it a toolkit. <laughs> well. Yeah. Uh, so if you look, you put it under that section. So yes. <laughs> yeah. Scroll all the way to the bottom on the right. You'll see. Oh, you added it for me. Yeah. Oh, nice. What it, exactly what it is and what it does. I see. All right. Um, yes, I I would like to move. Um, I'd like to move here. Uh, and I would like to try to use that, I think. Okay, uh, what is it? I want to, well, it's using my, my eye, my yeah. demon eye. Yeah, and I want us. to see, uh, I want to see if I know how to break out of this demon, um, spell that we're under, this uh, realm that he's put right. us in. Uh, so you have, uh, an ability that comes with your... Uh, newly discovered demonic heritage and right. um, very uh, you can make checks related to something demonic in origin and your proficient so what it does is it adds double your proficiency bonus so you should in theory just be able to click that because I worked it out and I think that's correct your history yes <laughs> uh, another seven that makes me so happy <laughs> Well, if you get four sevens in a row, you can pretty much, yep. you basically unlock the wish com uh, spell because that's how much I love lucky sevens in Final Fantasy VII. Um, so bear that in mind. That's just a weird Brad Woto unwritten right. rule. If you roll four sevens, in, if I do four sevens in a row there, you can pretty much do whatever you want as a party or a group. Um, so what do you know uh, based on your... Um, and this really is an instinctual thing. This is a gut thing. This is you being right. relying on your. It's not even though it's using intelligence. It really is um, drawing from an intelligence that lies within your blood. You know, it's it probably is more akin to a kind of a wisdom role. But really, um, you are drawing on an instinct almost. Um, uh, hundreds and hundreds if not thousands of years of knowledge that come through the 
demonic blood that runs through your veins. Um, I think on a seven, you gain the information that you already have. It's not that you... It, it reinforces your um, confirmations that this is... A, that this isn't real. Yeah, this is... You've we need been, to find a way out. You've been hit by some sort of charm wave that has, right. that has uh, beguiled you and has brought you into an illusory world. I think you also, you're relatively aware that you don't don't know you know it's have not to get out yeah it's and All right. it's it's more just that you're you're not used to using this uh, energy no, this not, side not of your all. your Never. Uh, sorcery so um i think also that it's almost like you're using a muscle that you're not that you have never worked out all right uh aura yes aura. This isn't real. This whole place, it isn't real. And I, I know it for certain. I know it in my bones. And I don't what know do how you... to get out. So it's... There's no lava? There's no heat? No, none of this is real. We're, 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 we're probably standing there. Just just like those people when we first walked in. And had their eyes glazed over. That's probably us now. We're probably just standing there like zombies. How do we snap out of it? I don't know. But we have to do something fast. I don't have much strength left to do any spells or anything like that right now. Well, me either, but don't don't worry about that so much. If it's not real, I, I doubt we'll need to use spells to get out. Do you think if I um immobilize him, it would help? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think doing anything to him is going to do anything at all. Should we give him the information he wants? No. I can't tell if that's just me being stubborn. But I don't, I don't want to do he'll, that. He'll do what he says. Yeah, I, I think that's wise. Can the others hear us? I did lower my voice there to speak okay. just to you, but I'm assuming... I'm curious to see if Igan can hear me. If he uh, reacts to what I say. Give me check. I don't think the other four can, but um, Igan 21. 100% knows. Knows what we're saying. Yeah, his, as soon as All you right. guys started speaking, hushed, you, you're pretty sure there's no way your voice has carried that far over there. Um, but he, you see his eyes, they're, they're red and they're glowing red. There's almost a trail of, of sort of energy that follows them as they flick over to you. His mouth curls at the edge, but he doesn't say anything. And I, I think he, he knows exactly what we're saying right now. So there's no point in whispering. So when he regened, his eyeballs grew back? Mm-hmm. Everything, he's, he's fresh as a daisy. He looks brand new, apart from the, the new damage dealt by the single bolt from Grim. Okay. Those were great shots, by the way, Aura. I just don't understand what we're supposed to do. Well, we have to find the way out. We, we, we have to find the way out! This isn't real! And I will end my turn. Alright. Mr. Bo Bobo. Oh um, boy. It is your turn. 
Okay, uh, just just a quick question. So if I move a bit closer, would I still be able to do a cantrip? Uh, yeah, you can. So a cantrip is an action, unless it's a bonus action. Um, but you can still do all of your movement um, up to 30 feet, I think. Okay. Movement, and then right. your usual actions, yeah. It's a spell that right, just so doesn't uh... require any spell slots, that's all. But it's still the same... Um, the same rules that you you know you need an action or a bonus action to use it but that's outside of your movement okay all right so i'll just get close enough mind you i'm six years old so uh pardon yes. pardon the uh the oh, yes, of course uh, you, yeah the voice um child don't really right sound like a man sorry if i croak <laughs> here and there all right i'm gonna grab uh, Igan's attention hey, yo you pompous prick <laughs> i use a uh, vicious mockery <clears throat> my uh, my insults aren't going to be as great because um well I mean uh, I don't exactly have you know my uh, intelligence and my uh, <laughs> my, my wits. Uh, oh, do I? Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, okay. Well, just I'll just, you. You're just uh, okay. In a All right. <laughs> the last time I saw something like you, I flushed it. Ah. So, uh, my uh, that's my insult. All right, I need another roll from you here. Um, so I've made the roll, which was a six, against your wisdom save here. So the vicious mockery lands. You, um, I don't think you see anything happen to Igan, but you do maybe recognize within your own abilities that the the, the spell was successful and you dealt <clears throat> damage to uh, Igan to the tune of three psychic damage. Um, and I think that means somebody gets advantage on their next attack against him. I can't remember how vicious mockery yeah. is. No, um, he gets disadvantage. He's disadvantaged for one yeah. of his next attack. Okay. On the next attack roll, yeah. I shall endeavor to remember. And, so good. Uh, let's see here. Mm. What is your... Can you roll me a... Just roll me a flat charisma roll. Oh, yeah, sure. Do do do. Hmm. Oh boy, hold on. It's the Where so it's my, oh it's there we go. The actual word charisma on the left. Oh derp. Not, not the save because you're yeah, proficient sorry. in charisma. Oopie. Um, so the uh, where the four and the eighteen is on the very far left. The, the words are actually highlightable. Okay, hold on. Oopie. I will. Oh, there we go. You got it? Yeah, 14. Oh, wait, oh, no, oops, 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 oops. If you look in the Discord, you'll see what I mean. Oh, okay, derp, derp, derp. It's okay. It's the weirdest thing. It doesn't make any sense, but it's uh, hard to explain. So I usually just print screen. There. Bam, there you go. 17. <laughs> you see nothing happen to Igan, but you do see and only you see a flicker almost like a connection flicker to the area beyond where he is the area around where these coffins are where the 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 back of this island is it just kind of uh twists in on itself it glitches the the walls close in for the just the briefest half second as this spell lands and uh that's that so it's like an opening of sorts 
No, it's just like um, imagine, imagine, imagine um, there was a television, just a giant, great big screen behind Igan, and then imagine that television screen glitch took a took a moment of static or something, just for barely even a real, not even a second. You just catch it. As as the it just looks like the environment shifts and changes a moment, loosens, um, but just a, a second. All right. So with that, I would then assume that this would have something to do with disrupting his concentration. Okay. And uh, I'd, I'd call out to everybody. We have we have to we have to do something about his concentrations. Gotta disrupt whatever the hell this is. Gotta give it all we got. And I end my turn. Alright. Brings us to Ellie. Hi. I'm gonna, uh, move. Do, do, do. Uh, and listen real quick. Do I hear the sounds getting louder again? Give me a perception check. Oh boy. Can I have advantage? Because I already know it's a, it's a thing. Um, yeah. It was actually just going to be a lower DC, but sure. Advantage works. Just fine. 16. You, um, oh yeah, you hear it. Gets louder. Okay. Sounds of Bologna, the town around you become um, very clear to you. Very distinct. They're coming from this coffin here. I can, uh, I'm gonna step up next to this coffin. Yeah. You hear it clearly. It, it's, it sounds local, as if, as if there was a speaker in this, um, coffin that's, that's sending the sound up towards you. Can I reach into the coffin? Um, yeah, all of these coffins are open inside of them, um, well, you can see straight inside, and inside of this one, you can see the bones of a, um, a humanoid, not like animal bones or anything like that, but they're scattered, they're, then they don't make the form of a, a human, although there is a, a kind of, um, on its side, uh, a human skull. Uh, you can see amongst the bones, sitting kind of lodged inside the ribs that there is a single black envelope in there. Can I check for traps? <laughs> <laughs> you can. Give me an investigation check. Okay. Oh. Uh, you look this thing over and there doesn't appear to be any traps necessarily. Um... You, uh, yeah, you don't, you don't see any, any traps, but I think you're aware that you wouldn't even know what to look for with these traps fully. Um, but there isn't like a very obvious kind of, um, like a tripwire or anything like that. There's just a set of bones and <clears throat> this envelope sitting within the, the rib cage, the sort of broken humanoid rib cage. I'm gonna call back to Bo. Or actually, no, I'm gonna try and get Bo's attention by waving, and I'm gonna point to the coffin I'm at. Does he see me? Bo, yeah, I, I I know it's right away. And I'm, uh, I'm gonna point because I don't want to say anything, and I don't know if uh, Igan's even looking at me. Uh, uh, and I'm gonna point to the coffin I'm at, and then 
Bo's gonna see me try to disappear. <laughs> go into stealth. Try and hide? Okay, yeah, give me yeah, a stealth check. I give her a nod. 24. You're getting in the coffin? Ooh. No, I'm getting like on the other side of it. And around the back of it? Okay. Yeah. Like kind of hiding behind it. I'm not it. gonna get in there. I don't know if there's traps. Okay. So, um, it's you, um, I, I think other people, if they were even looking at, at me moving, they would see me point to this coffin and then just disappear. I would, yeah, you're right across from me, so I'm, I'm watching you. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm uh, not reaching in there, though. I refuse to reach in there without, like, I think that even though, like, she's never been around this kind of magic, she'd probably just be like, mm-mm, mm-mm, I'm not touching that. <laughs> yeah. Grim and so. Kalugi don't seem to be looking at you. I think the others do. Um, seem to be looking at you. Igan seems to be darting his eyes across each of you. Um, not too sure whether his eyes were watching you while you did. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, when, when you hid behind the coffin there, and yeah, you jump in behind that coffin and take up a kind of hidden position, crouch down behind this relatively large coffin. Kalugi um, is turning around and around in circles. He's he's just he's confused. Uh, let me roll a check for Kalugi. That's where he was. My gosh, I think honestly he just continues to 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 grab at his head, pushes the the hood off of his head, and you can see his hair is wild. He has very thick, kind of voluminous, curled, um, blonde hair. Um, like kind of like one of those old school uh like that dude from Castlevania the the beautiful one he has like that kind of looking hair lots of hair and he digs his hands into his hair there and kind of tries to press his hands to his ears um he seems to be going a little uh a little crazy in the corner not like you know fully going insane situation but he does seem to be very frustrated um at whatever is was happening to him and I think that is honestly all he's going to do here. Aura, it is your turn. Can I do a perception check around the room to see if there's anything suspicious? Uh, yeah. And when you say suspicious, is anything very obviously out of the ordinary or anything specific? Anything out of the ordinary that would strike me as like that, because Suna just told me that this is not real. I want to see if I notice any like anomalies. Okay. A 12. Um, honestly, no. Um, for, for, for what it is, for the strange environment that you find yourself in, um, it's obviously extremely strange to even be in here in the, in the first place. There is uh, your, in what appears to be a perfectly closed um, cavern, um, there's there's no exit. There isn't any ways that are in or out that seem to be natural or unnatural entrances or anything like that. You're just in kind of a dome almost. There's stalagmites, stalactites hanging down from above the top of you and you seem to be completely enclosed in. There's a horrible amount of heat. There's this lava which is bubbling up. There seems to be a pool of lava. The lava in front of you isn't just resting on top of stone. It does seem to be a deep uh, kind of... Um, a lake or river of some kind, like a moat of lava here. It's sitting around this island. Everything around you, the rocks, the stone, um, uh, seem to be kind of natural looking, real. There are these coffins. I guess those are the only man-made things in here that, that might stick out to you. There's the pillar that he's standing on, which is also kind of man-made looking, very kind of out of place. 
But in terms of anything that stands out to you outside of the things you've already seen, because you've already seen all these things, there isn't like, yeah, anything strange. There's no like boom mic hanging in from the corner or anything like there isn't like a, a creature that's partially concealed staring at you from another place or any hidden or concealed entrances or exits or anything like that that you might pick up on that you're able to see from here. I feel like at this point, I'm going to try to detect portal because mm. I want to see if there's anything in the room where we can get out a different way. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, what is this? What is this? You just you just do this, right? I can't remember. Yeah, we're... this is on underneath just my... I can try to post it in chat. Cool. I can find it. I just have to open up everyone's character shits. Oh, there we go. Again, I the ability love to your brain, KPP. Magically sense the presence of so a much. god pole as an action. You detect the closest god pole. Once you use this feature, you can't use it again. So, let's see here. You are a ranger. So, can you roll me a flat wisdom check? Just the yes. word wisdom on the left. Oh boy. Oh boy. 17. 17. Um. There is a very strange sensation. You get a, you get almost um, um, hit by a reverb of of odd energy. You, um, however you want to interpret this, you feel like you're in two places at once. All of a sudden, um, it would probably be very uncomfortable as you as you experience a, a dual reality. Uh, you get the sensation, although not any. Um, physical, empirical kind of eyes, nose, mouth sense, sensation of of being both here in this room and still being in the temple at the same time. You know that, but you don't see it. You don't understand it or feel it. Within the temple, you can sense a god portal very nearby. Um, within here, you sense that there is both no god portal or all god portal or if you want you can just create one oh in in that case i want to create one all right let's see now is this so you've used your action this is going to cost you an action to do it so yeah. you have to wait a turn oh damn it okay so, so... yeah you I will, you will be able to create a portal on an action I'm going to just yell out. I have a plan. Get close to me. And I'm not going to say anything else. Okay. All right. You heard her. Come on. Don't forget to get Kalugi. Now let's And Grim. Okay, I'll be there in five rounds. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, wow. Okay. Igan You can actually is... jump down from... You can jump, yeah. You can all. Yeah. It is the risk, but yeah. Yeah. If you but fuck I mean, it up, on the, on you the, do that. But... On the right, on the right-hand side where you are, that's where I was heading to get to you. That little ledge yeah, I there. Jump down and climb back up. Yeah. And I mean, I'm here. I'll help you up. Um. So. The um. The very large form of Igan. Do you move, by the way, Aura, at all? I still do movement. Yeah, I was actually thinking. So, Ellie went into stealth inside of that um, coffin, correct? I'm on She's the uh, on, outside, like, outside behind it, yeah. it, 
Or what it looks like to us. We she could be in it. Who knows? Oh yeah. So I'm gonna start. I have 30 steps I can take. I'm gonna follow up behind um, Suuna and see Ellie there, so I can try to get closer to them as well. So I can go pretty much next to Suna. So I'm gonna catch up with her. Okay. The very large form of Igan is witnessing you do all of these things. Um, kind of uh, not bothered, I would imagine. Not too bothered at all about what you are doing. Um, let's see, who shouted out? It was Suna. No, it was just Aura, wasn't it, really? So I think I did last turn. I said it's did, a, yeah. it's not real, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, let's see. Mhm, mhm. Where is that? There he is. Sorry, I'm. I've got a lot of character sheets open. Um, hmm. Yeah, I think probably not much he can do to you to fuck with this. So, I think Aura, he does the same thing. A, a bunch of energy coalesces around one hand, a bunch of energy coalesces around another, and then he opens them, um, and from his hands, these two bolts of energy fire forward, kind of black and purple energy, just moving, rolling over, over itself and launching out uh, in a pretty direct and straight line, one towards Una, one towards Aura. So, I don't know if this works. I think I need to roll it again. It does a weird thing where it doesn't do the thing. So this is the first one for your AC sooner, second one for Aura. A 10, and then a 10. It misses. Both, both misses, I it, assume. It, it misses, but can I, because he attacked me, or do I have to take damage first, but I'd like... Oh, never mind, sorry. I thought I had a spell slot. I wanted to do Hellish Rebuke, but I don't think I can. I think also you have to take damage. It says it in the spell yeah. description. Um, yeah, these two bolts launch towards you. What are you guys doing? Are you guys in movement? Um, how do you avoid these two bolts of energy that are fired out towards you? I think I'd like to say they just fall short, and we stand there and don't move at all. But I don't know. Aura, what would you do? I know I you're pretty pissed at him as well. I probably just caught up to Suna and stopped as we see it coming towards us and then it just doesn't quite reach us. Yeah, you can manifest that if you'd like. The um, the energy bolts kind of just fizzle out and they almost grow smaller before they kind of fall into the... In, they suddenly take on a gravitational pull and then they fall short of where they are supposed to uh, land. Before we use they even, our time magic together to make it not... <laughs> before they even uh, get clear rewinds. Um, no, they just fizzle out, I think. They just, almost as if they they lose fuel before they reach where you are. Yes. Uh, bringing us to Grim. Is anyone shouting at Grim? You can kind of have some sort of free action here to, to, to shout him Aura or someone who wants to convince him to she, get I think she did shout and say, come and join us. And I said, grab Kalugi. Shout so, at Grim uh, that? Sorry, I thought you were shouting at one every, of yeah. yeah, we shouted at everyone. She said, everybody come near me. And then I said, don't forget you heard her. Don't forget to bring Kalugi. And then I said, don't, and grab Grim too. Aura, yeah. give me a persuasion check with advantage. Okay. If you can persuade Grim from his psychotic bloodlust and fear. <laughs> Just about. 
barely able to, yes. He, wow. um, he, uh, looks over towards you, looks up at this imposing form. I think just as he's about to kind of lift his crossbow up and fire again, he sees those two energy bolts go off. You see his eyes follow them, and then he sees them peter out before they, he get, they get to you, and he thinks better of what he's doing. He jumps up and says, oh, Right, I'll get him then. And he runs over towards Kalugi, and... Nice. Uh, to be honest, I don't think Kalugi can really do anything to stop Grim. Fuck, um, Grim doesn't pick him up. He runs over to Kalugi and hits him round the face. Backhand slap, dry slap to the chops. Snap out of it. We're getting out of here. And points over towards where Aura is. Kalugi kind of stumbles sideways. Fuck. Listen, I don't know what the fuck you lot are planning, but... And then I'm going to roll to see what his... He says... What's the plan, then? Shouting towards you, Aura. Is it there? He shows, he, he wiggles his fingers. I... I... I don't know. I heed what Suna told me, which is that he can hear everything. Yeah. And so, just get over here. Just trust me. Quickly, now. All right. Standing there with a face open like a fish. Let's go. Both of them look like they're moving towards you. Grim is now going to use the rest of his movement to go 20 feet to here, and then uh, 20 feet to here, and then I don't think he's got the movement left. I guess he could jump onto this rock. Let's see if he can jump onto this rock. Um, Grim, where you at? Can you do anything? Oh, you can do... Uh, I'll give him athletics or acrobatics check. We can do that. Fix it. Roll 20. Nope. Ooh. Ooh! Yes. It's a beautiful jump. What does you, this look like? <laughs> you see him just kind of like... So he's wearing this um, relatively heavy looking armor. He's got splint nail on. He's got these big thick... Like his greaves are huge. He's wearing these um, massive looking metallic greaves that run up the front of his shin. Um, and they're kind of... As he's running across the, um, the, the stone here. And he glances up at Igan as he runs past him. Igan, the huge form. You see Igan bring up a hand and you see that energy coalesce again. Um, Grim kind of just hooks his crossbow back onto his belt glances down at the hole where his sword was and then just turns leans a little bit into his leap and jumps he doesn't even seem to give a shit it's a very um blase kind of just i'm going to leap I, off uh... this edge jump as he just boom both feet jumps into the air and then with a crash onto the stone he lands on this little rock this outcropping it's a little kind of slippy slidey looking it doesn't it's not like a flat top or anything he lands on it he grabs with his two big hands onto the top of this rock and kind of just now is partially held on to this rock looking probably like a, a great ape of some sort holding on uh, to this rock above the lava i look at aura when this happens and kind of 
do the ooh, like he's that, that man oh, could de- probably definitely take your head off, but I'm glad he didn't. You see all of his, his veins in his neck and tendons just struggling against holding on to this thing, and he grabs Purchase um, with his boots and says, uh, All right, almost there. And you see him now start to kind of almost struggle to climb around the edge of the rock, um, but he seems to have it in hand. Uh, it's a clear jump, big powerful legs that l- he takes a big uh, leap off the edge over this lava, and uh, brings us to you sooner. Oh, right. Um... I will, uh... Goodness me. Let me see if I have anything that can... Oh, right. Okay. I I will just cast Firebolt. Uh... Can I do that without hitting Grim? Uh, yeah. Unless you massively fuck up. All right. Um, That's what I would like to do, just to keep keep him distracted, I guess. Okay. Oh, actually. No, don't do that. That'd be very bad. (laughs) I was going to lightning lure one of my own teammates, (laughs) bring them to me, but a lot could go wrong, and I don't want to get anyone killed. 23. 23, that's a hit. 10 fire damage. 10 fire damage launched up towards Daddy Dearest. And, uh, yeah, this this fire damage kind of, um... Fuck you, fireball. A little, little mini fireball um, launches over this lava, over Grim's head, <laughs> over towards where the very large and imposing form of Igan is. Dealing 10 fire damage. Yet it hit strikes him. A, a bunch of flame running up his shoulder and over his back. Um, he doesn't flinch from it or anything like that. And uh, you see him kind of lean down and blows at the, the flame, putting some of it out. Um, smiles again. Doesn't say anything. Yeah, doesn't say anything. All right. He's looking uh, at you, drawing energy into his hands again. All right. Um, may I ready my reaction to use on someone else? Well, reaction just goes off when the thing of I know, the reaction but happens. Normally, so. the reaction's only for me to shield. But if I say it now early, am I able to shield someone else? Uh, I doubt it. It, probably, it depends who the target is. Is the target only self? I can't remember. Hold on. Look it up might be yeah range area is self so yeah no yes. you can only cast right. it on yourself okay um all right end of your turn yes okay bow oh boy uh well i uh am definitely not gonna go follow grim um oh actually i'm can gonna you head... a perception check oh boy okay all right i'll do that real quick do you all right. Eleven. Eleven. Um, you can also hear the sounds of a city, and it does, again, much like how it is being perceived by Ellie, you're pretty convinced this sounds like your hometown of Bologna. 
Um, though for you, as you maybe turn to go back the way you came, you catch these sounds and uh, almost almost coming from behind you. Um, you're pretty sure the sounds are coming for you from this direction somewhere. Well, once you tune I... into it, you can't not tune into it. So as far as you're concerned, yeah. you can hear it, but it sounds distant, like it's behind you relatively far away you know it sounds quiet you catch it all right well as tempted as i am to follow it i'm gonna stick to the plan so i'm gonna head over to the edge here could i possibly jump down let's see what you can do over there uh yes you can jump down it is um I don't think you can injure yourself. Let me just double check on fall damages. Um, oh yeah, no, you can. Roll me an athletics or an acrobatics check to jump down. Okay. Um, all right. An eight is a fail. Uh, oh, all right. Roll me a d6. Oh God. One. That's not bad. You take one bludgeoning damage, but what happens here as you... It's only about 10, 15 feet max. Um, there is a slight incline to the stone and the rock that you could kind of climb down, but it's pretty sheer drop. Um, I assume you leap, or even if you do kind of attempt a little more of a cautious um, jump down. What happens because you fuck it up? So do I pretty much just fall flat on my face on the it's ground? It's up to you. How did, what does it look like? What do we see? All right, you're well, running towards the edge. Yep, I'm running off the edge hoping that it's going to be a, a graceful leap, but nope, I fall flat on my face and uh, I just twitch on the ground. See, yeah, as, you've got yep. like the, the birds and yep. the tweety birds. Yep, yep. Yeah. That's exactly You it. just kind of, I think everyone, from Ellie's perspective, Bo just runs past you jumps off the edge and then there's a horrible sound of, of um, face hitting ground. He's a six-year-old as well, so oh. he just... Bo, oh, are you alright? I think I broke a tooth! But oh. I'm okay! Yeah, he's sort got a of. missing tooth. One of his baby teeth is gone. Yep, that's the end of my turn. Alright, now you've got that classic like missing front teeth thing that kids get. So you yep. have to speak with a lift. Or you uh, okay, will, with a list. or you will suffer a penalty to everything. Oh, oh no! Ever okay. again. Uh, <laughs> all right, and uh, yeah, that brings you to the end of your turn. Uh, you are, yeah, you're there, and uh, that brings us to Ellie. So Ellie's probably doing like one of those like down back behind the casket things, hidden from Igan. What do you want to do? And again, for you, you hear the the sounds of this town just so. I want to do another investigation. Okay, what are you looking for? Anything? I, I'm looking for things that might harm me if I reach in and grab this envelope. Like, I've been cursed already twice, yeah. <laughs> and I've been hurt by my own uh, father. So, uh-huh. um, I think I'll just be okay. All right, never mind. So, uh, sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, actually, you're pretty sure that there isn't any traps on this. Um, once you look over this thing, you. Um, you're pretty sure it is just an open casket with all of these bones in here. Um, looking them over, they're probably from, um, probably from someone around your height. Um, a humanoid, you know, two, two arms, two legs. You get those kind of, um, uh, measurements. You 
I don't see anything untoward. It doesn't look like there's any hidden compartments or any uh, anything that's going to jump out at you. You're not going to trip anything. The only things in here are bones and a black envelope. I think it appeared to everybody now, and I call back. Don't you think it's odd there's six coffins and six of us? And I would grab the envelope. All right, do you open it? Yes. Okay. Same looking, this is a, an absolute copy of one of the envelopes and pieces of vellum or paper that you have inside that you receive when you receive the name of somebody who um, you have been employed to kill. Um, but for example, the one that you got for Gertrude looked like this in our yeah. flashback episode. And the same thing inside here, this black envelope, you whip it open and inside is a piece of paper with the name uh, Ellie Ellian on it. Huh. I, don't, I wouldn't even know what to make of that. <laughs> Besides like, am I supposed to die to get out of here? Uh, I would just, I guess, keep it. Okay. And, and follow Bo. All right, you can give me an athletics or an acrobatics check to jump down. Um, do do do. <laughs> Great, awesome, super. <laughs> I mean, too fall. Also a fail, yeah. Roll me a d6. <laughs> you take three. three bludgeoning damage. You probably step onto a loose piece of earth or gravel that Bo kicked up, and then uh, how does this I'll look? proficient, and it's dex, and I still fail. Yeah, oh like, God. this has to be one of the strangest things for anyone to I'm witness. Like, <laughs> I'm, like, looking down, and then I, I maybe, the, like, as Bo's going down, I, like, trip over him, not even paying attention, and I just fall to right next to him. What the yeah. hell is happening? <laughs> Can I keep going, or do I just fall? Uh, no, on a fail, you, uh, you stop, yeah. Okay. You're, okay, you're I guess not that's my prone. turn, then. You're not prone, though, but you're you know, I don't know, you break a toe or twist an ankle or something. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, you stumble and come to a stop. Um, Six-year-old Bo kind of standing up. Uh, a little, little, I have a boo-boo on my knee. Yeah, he's got a little blood trickling <laughs> from one lip and two missing teeth. And uh, Kalugi shall also run. Let's see. Um, I think Kalugi probably will go this way. And we'll see how far he can get. This screen. I have two roll twenties open every time I do this. One for the stream. One for um, uh, me. Yeah, sorry, can get can get to about here. So Kalugi starts running around the uh, the edge here. He's kind of moving like as quickly as he can, um, and as he clears the area where the lava is, he does a little hop over the lava down these steps and starts to run around the edges of it and he shakes his head a little and looks back over his shoulder at the area where the um that he was before um a kind of uh a look a, some of that crazy exits his eyes and he he reclaims a little lucidity as he starts to run away from the area bringing us to aura um okay Take a wild guess as to what you're going to do. Anything you want to do on your turn besides cast a big portal spell? Um, 
No, I'm just gonna cast it in front of myself on this walkway so everybody from both sides can get to it. So, roll me a another whiz wisdom check. It's a flat wisdom check. Okay. 19. 19 is amazing. How big do you want this portal to be? I want it... Grim's a big dude, right? Yeah. I guess. Big enough for Grim. I mean, the you largest can, person in our group to fit through. You can make it, uh, like, as big, big enough for one person to fit, or you can make it the size of the entire room. That's hmm. what. That's where we're at with a nineteen. Okay, with that, uh, I want to make it big enough to only pull this area. Not making it big enough for Igan to join us, but to reach Bo and Ellie, Grim. Um. Bigger than this. <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> a little smaller. Okay. A little bit, just a little bit smaller than that. There. Yeah. Okay. And where do you want it? Or, in fact, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna put this on the token layer, and I'm just gonna give you control of it. Can Can you I can, move it? That giant thing there, you can move. Yeah, move it around. But can um, I move it as Aura? Um, you can open it this round. You feel okay. like you can probably move it next round. Or okay. in a so, moment, you know. It, and what does this look like as well? Like, what are you yeah, doing? This is How awesome. are you manifesting this portal? Uh, I imagine... My eyes go white and the green veins on my face glow gold. And it's, it looks like when you drop a pebble in water and it ripples. And then the rippling slowly grows bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's just this pool of golden water that forms and it kind of tears into the magma and the rocks. And it looks like an oasis in this mess of a room. Yeah, this uh, huge, um thing erupts and opens and begins to uh to fill the area between where ellie and and child Bo are where you and grim are and you see kalugi kind of running as he kind of opens his eyes and sees this thing too um the thing is open you're pretty sure it's uh it's stable and um Pretty sure. All right. You're pretty sure. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome back. Sorry, my OBS crashed. It ripped the stream there. If you're watching on a VOD of some kind, then uh, it probably didn't change much. But that would explain where we went for the live stream and also why there's no chat for some of the VODs that you're watching. Good luck. Welcome back, though. <laughs> Technology. It works so well. Somehow. Somehow it's 2020 and everything works perfectly as we dreamed of. Remember all the people when, is anyone old enough to remember when uh, the year 2000 dropped? And everyone was like, we're going to have flying cars by 2001. And it's like, OBS can't even run a stream for three hours flying cars. <laughs> okay, well, it's made me really angry and you're going to enjoy that as I, um, as I uh, now make this encounter a deadly encounter with my fury. Mm. 
Um, you... Alright, it was your turn. I don't know exactly where we ripped, but I think I caught it very early, so I think you got most of your turn out. You opened a huge, great big portal here. Um, mm -hmm. you're pretty sure you can control it still. You're pretty sure it's stable. I said that it, it seems to be holding, that you've, you've opened this thing up. It's not something you're having to concentrate on, um, necessarily, but it is something that is yours. Um, it's your spell that you're holding up. You're not, you don't have to concentrate on it. If you wanted to end it, you feel like you could. And then it's also not really a spell, so that's probably why it feels like that. It's more of just, you're just accessing this, uh, this ability of yours. As all of you are doing here in this mind hole, um, just a, a control over this thing that you just un in understand somehow. Um, you've willed into existence. So, um, you were going to do something, I think it was a little while ago. What was it? I wanted to see if I could just make it a titch bigger. You can. So um, I can have it. So Grim could technically jump from where he is into it. And then Bo and Ellie just have to run like a foot into it. And then Suna and I can run into it. And Kalugi's still all, all over there. Right. I'll, I'll wait for him. You um, go on ahead. I'm going to wait till we're all through. And I'm just going to... I'm going to look over Kalugi. You got to come on. He's literally and... like running as fast as he can. He, uh, his, his hair is out behind him as he's running forward. He runs kind of like, you know how Jack Sparrow runs along that beach in that movie? <laughs> yes. He's kind of running like that. Like his arms and legs are everywhere, but he's running as fast as he can. And uh, you see him kind of nodding at you and not even sparing the moment to breathe and, and shout at you as he runs as fast as he can um, towards where you are. I'm just gonna call to everybody, jump in. This is our way out. And pray everybody does that. Okay. And that's the end of my turn. Well, what, what is this aura? It's a portal. How did you do this? I don't know, it just felt right. Are we supposed All to right. think of a place? I say as I like rub my knee. <laughs> um, we can, I, I mean, we might as well. Or I can think of a place. And uh, I look around at all of them. Where do you want to go? Perhaps not say it out loud. Perhaps you just take us there. Remember that place you almost got in a fight with someone else that was here? And I don't, I don't name it. I don't say it. Just like, yeah, remember that place? We can go back there. And then I, I start like, well, when's my turn? I start walking over. I say, do you want to stay here? Or do you want to go somewhere else? I look at Grim and I'm like, are we taking them with us? Grim is holding on to this rock like Mufasa, just kind of like holding on as he's witnessing this thing open up and you lot are looking around. He says, uh, I don't care where the fuck it takes me, I'm jumping in. And he just lets go. He just fucking lets go of this rock and he slides down the side of it towards where the edge of this is. We, we trust you, Aura. Yeah, I mean, I'm going in no matter what. Go, so. go with your gut. All right. So I, I don't say what I'm thinking, and mm -hmm. I just nod. And I see Grim slide into it. Where are you Kaluki, come on! Uh, I'm thinking the... Wait I can't remember the name of the bar. Huh? That, uh, <sighs> the bar that we um, met Grim at. Okay. 
it was called the oak and shield or something owl and oak or i don't know it's an owl right an owl bear yeah well uh okay so you think of that bar and well i think of the room that we rented okay specifically yep you see this as you do all of this stuff the this this portal thing this this rip opens this um thing that you've created and Igan is smiling and as soon as you begin doing this that smile vanishes his eyes flick towards what this thing is they widen for the first time and then they flick back to you and he appears to be utterly flabbergasted um there is no disguising it at all he is beyond shocked at what is happening and he Uh, says no what is that what are you doing for the first time how is this possible this power is not yours you couldn't contain that power within your mortal form what is this what are you i don't look at him blown away blown away by what is happening he holds both of his hands up points them both the aura and fires two eldritch blasts at her Mm, which I need to roll on this, don't I? Because they don't work on the thing. One, two. Wow, that's a natural one. Let's see how fucking what the fuck this does. Let's see what the natural one. In fact, Aura, roll me a D twenty. See how much fucking control you've taken back from him. In fourteen. This realm. Nice. Um, fourteen is. Um. Oh, nice. Uh, I, don't, I guess I have to reinterpret that a little bit, though. He holds both his hands up, and then you see his his the first hand that's going to fire. His right hand, um, he he snatches it back as if burned, um, and it it dissipates the energy that's in his other hand as he. Ah, impossible. No. And he continues to look at you. It seems whatever is happening to him, he fucks up. His energy wanes, and I think also he appears smaller. He seems to be a little smaller. Um, and with every moment, or with every few seconds, he's almost shrinking down from the very large, huge, huge version of himself that's there on top of this pillar. Um, his eyes keep shooting back and forth between this void that's opening up and you. Uh, Grim lets the fuck go of this um, this thing here, and you just see him slide down, and then uh, oh, that was the wrong token. See him slide down into the uh, into this thing that um, uh, that you've created, and he uh, goes. Well, I mean, what happens? What happens when he goes into this thing? This is your mind hole now, Aura. What? Um, how does it appear? What do we see in this uh, portal? Like inside of the portal? You can literally narrate to me what happens as Grim lets himself slide into it. Eh? I feel like he slides into it, but he's so big that it it's like a cannonball in a way, and there's just like a splash. But you see no water kind of erupt, but just like the environment splashes. And he kind of disappears into a ripple, and then it's just quiet. Yeah. 
that's exactly what happened. He vanishes as if he slides into some water or something and ripple and then he's gone. No trace of him whatsoever, bringing us to Suna. How far away is Kalugi? Kalugi is pretty far. He has, uh, he is not going to make it this turn. I will ready an action to jump into the portal when everyone else is has made it. And I will wait. Okay. So you're readying a dash action. Yes. Technically, I think. Bo. What do you want All to right. do? Six-year-old Bo, missing two teeth, standing Ooh. up on the ground. Yeah, I'm, uh... I'm gonna go in. All right. What does it look like, Aura? I mean, it's similar. It's like you you jump into it, and it's like you're encased by warm liquid, but you don't. You're not wet. You just feel warm and comfortable. And I'm assuming, Brad, that you slide back into the place that I was thinking the room we rented at the bar, uh, and it's like you slide. Or can I not assume that yet? You'll find out where okay. you sent Bo in a minute. Okay. Well, you feel warm and you feel cozy um, yes, as you enter good. the what feels like liquid, but it's not liquid. And Bo is gone. Out of curiosity, can you still see the map, Isby? No, it I can't. Okay. It all went black. Uh, no, I can still see the the map that they're all in. Ellie, your turn. I chase after Kid Bo. Hey. And I go in. <laughs> nice. Huh. Yeah. And uh, same thing, Aura, I guess, just, just, just slides it's into It's like this. a warm hug, yeah. or like you're wrapped up in an electric blanket. Which we've been in it before, right? Uh, well, this can be whatever Aura wants it to be. This is, this is, I guess, slightly different. I mean, I really, it is. I feel a warm hug. It's great. <laughs> okay, yeah, warm My hug. My cold body feels warm. <laughs> oh, yeah, you feel warm <laughs> for the first time in a while. Uh, Kalugi runs all the way down here, and... Yeah, yeah, he's just running. <laughs> he, he's legging it across here. He's skirting around the edges of the, the lava, you know, like the back end of one of his boots catches a piece of lava, a flicker of fire as it um, leaves a trail behind him, and he runs as fast as he can, kicking up dirt and uh, stones. He's, he's just running flat out towards this thing. Your turn, Aura. You want to do anything? Yeah, I would like to move the... Um... I'm gonna call it the well the the portal. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna swing it over and I'm gonna engulf Kalugi with it. Yeah. You while can he's that. running you at us. You can move that portal wherever you want. Okay, I'm just gonna swing it. I'm gonna make it a little larger too, if I can, so that soon and I can just step in after I swing it wide. Okay. Boom. And yeah, Kalugi is like running around the edge of this lava when suddenly this thing like moves, this ripple of of the area, everything around it distorts as this kind of strange um, distortion of, of this lava, the rocks, the cavern, move towards him and he, he instinctively slows down, holds his arms up and then ah, ah, he is gone as uh, yeah, this thing eats him up like a giant portal sandworm creature and so you swing that thing around you have to kind of hold it there um are you jumping in yourself or are you standing here 
I'm gonna look over at Suna. I take your hand. Let's go. And can I make it a little, or can I swing it onto Suna and I so we both just disappear I, into it? You both I can ready. move in. She's got a ready reaction action. to jump, and oh, you can yeah. use your movement. As soon as we jump in, though, I want the portal to close directly behind me. Yep. So you both jumping in? Yes. Yeah. You both jump in. There is a strange sensation for each of you as you are not teleported to this place in um, Bologna, outside of this bar, the Flute and Owlbear. You are simply returned to your bodies. Uh, you are returned to pretty much exactly where you were before. As you reappear... Shit. Almost all of you suddenly... <gasps> almost kind of awaken. <gasps> and you feel cold. You go from feeling very, very boiling hot to freezing cold. Uh, let's see here. Mm, depending on really how much HP you lost, how much spell slots you lost, and how many abilities you used, depends on just how much of your body is covered in ice. And uh, let's see here. You uh, don't see any of these guys. These are actually over here. You guys are over here now. And Bo needs to roll me a constitution saving throw because Bo returns to his older body, but there is also a secondary thing happening to Bo as he returns here. I'm pretty sure I did this earlier on, but I definitely did not apparently move all of these tokens back to where I needed them to be. Oh my God, I'm back to normal. <laughs> You're sort of back to normal. Uh, but what you did in there was activate your hidden bullshit. You were successful in doing it, and um, you return to a world which is covered in snow and ice, and is a overwhelming experience for you, to say the least, as you return now with your new elemental abilities, which you can now use and have access to. Now, first of all, Suna, everyone's body, everything returns to how it was. So Suna, you have 20 out of 23 HP. You have, and I, do you know what? I can just send you this. If you want to check the Discord, I will show you what you all had because I took notes. Your spell slots and things return. You had, uh, your slots were this. Does that mean anything to you? If not, I can remember what I wrote. Uh, yes, Aura, you, you had um, 9 out of 29 HP. You also no, still I had have... 17. You sure? You yeah, took I was a healed. lot of damage. Oh, healed me. Before you went in? To the portal? Yeah. Yeah, yeah last yep. session, Bo healed me. Uh, okay. I'm just going by... I just took a record of what was on your character sheets when you... Before yeah, you went. Mine says before the last session began says 17 when I pulled it up today. Okay. You have... Um, you had these. 
and I think you had no spell slots. Bo, yeah. you had this, uh, 26 of 36 HP. You have no bardic inspirations. You had one spell slot at the first level, and Ellie had full HP, and Grim had uh, 46 HP, because he's a fucking tank. And Kalugi was full apart from his once a day ability. And you return, you're not completely encased in ice. It's almost as if it's creeping up your body. You have, um, you, uh, you find yourselves, um, stood around this orb, this thing, which is, um, maybe only a foot across or a foot. Uh, sphere um, and uh, half embedded in the ground it is as far as you can tell it just looks like uh, lightly lit uh, glass thick glass maybe you can't see anything inside but it does appear to have an energy inside that is providing it with its own radiance um, Jackwin aka Igan in this human form with his wings still he does look a lot more like a succubus um, is standing there with his hand on the orb thing, his eyes rolled up in the back of his head, and his wings kind of spread at full wingspan. Huge, these huge kind of leathery, almost bat wings outwards. His tail whipping around, kind of like a cat when a cat is angry, or, you know, they do that kind of curling snake-like twist. Um, around you, there are several of these little creatures with their long noses, the white um, methods with their wings and a couple of devoted followers though none of them seem to even be aware that you have woken up in the moment that you do wake up you return and each of you have uh, your at least your feet are covered in ice locked in these big thick ice cubes but doesn't feel too difficult to snap out of this isn't like you're welded in place none of you are, are restricted in your movement um, but you do have to sort of actively tell me that you're breaking out of the ice if you want to break out of the ice and um, it's almost as if this ice was creeping up around you while you were trapped inside this thing. And as you are pulled back to this reality, you're, um, it's like waking up. You know, you wake up from a, a, a nightmare, a harsh sleep, and suddenly your senses are overloaded very quickly with the heat to the cold. And suddenly you, the aches and pains that you had are gone and replaced with the ones that you had when you went in. You probably feel better, but also kind of worse at the same time with the added element of the cold and... Um, I think you get the sense that not much time has passed, but also that the time wasn't necessarily relative. How long you were in there. Um, other than that, everything seems to be fine. They don't seem to have like stripped you of your clothing or taken any of your stuff away. Maybe some of your elements are nearby or on the ground around you, but um, it looks like you've just been dragged over here to be closer towards where this thing is. Each of you is arranged around where this orb is, closer to it as if you've been placed there. But your bodies are all kind of stuck in the position that you're in whenever you this wave hit you kind of thing some of you are kind of probably standing ready and grim kind of with his sword in his hand as if you were frozen on the spot um the uh only person who really suffers a terrible thing here is bo 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 when bo went in there he was not a water elementalist now that he's come out Bo is hit by this strange kind of overwhelming sensation. Uh, where did I write it? Uh, 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 uh. 
Um, I don't know where I put it down, but oh, here it is. So uh, yeah, so you ro you rolled an eight on your con save. Um, and how many spell slots do you have left? One. One. And how much HP do you have? 26. Okay. So let me just pull my calculator out. So roll me a D6. Uh, one and you okay so you lose one HP you also lose um, I think you just rolled a one actually yeah you did you just rolled a one you put a space I think between the one and the d6 you just roll you just wrote forward slash roll one by accident so one no space d6 one d6 bam four so you lose four HP and you lose one spell slot, which is your only spell slot. And uh, so what is happening to you is that you are suddenly overwhelmed. As you come back to the real world with this new ability to kind of read innately, understand, sense, feel, and even control water, ice, frost, cold. Um, it's everywhere. And I think instead of... Um, being prepared for it or maybe understanding it fully you're just hit by it and it hits you like a truck as you feel a sensation of just kind of how much water there is on the planet you get this echo location of all this water that's sitting on top of this planet there's so much of it there's deep water there's, there's rainfall there's you know fog all this stuff there's the sweat on people there's the water in their bodies there's people drinking water you can sense water in cups of people drinking things nearby it hits you instantly this overwhelming sensation and also there is snow everywhere it is snowing almost in every the entire um globe all of lacrin apart from a few very small spots which if you wanted to you could sit and pinpoint locate where there isn't isn't snow um but right now you just get this reverb as all of this overwhelming sensation hits you and uh you begin essentially bleeding mana you uh, uh, the elementalist ability the magic and stuff kind of just hits you and overwhelms you and i think it ruptures something somewhere and uh yeah you take a little damage it probably um in the form of maybe like a strong headache or something like that at first uh and but what we see Bo has this moment where all of his veins kind of glow an icy blue all of the veins that are on the surface of his his body which is now an old man again he's no longer a child but this pulse of energy hits him as you unlock officially your actual body your hidden ability but um not naturally because you did it within this thing and you take a little damage before you steal yourself you lose that one spell slot it, it's sapped from you in the same way when you use whatever you you draw from to cast your energy is absorbed to take some of the impact of this um and the, and the carryover hits you and physically harms you in some way uh which for intents and purposes is psychic damage um so however you want to perceive that to have happened to you and whatever's going on 
is what happens there. You get hit. It hurts. It's a lot, it's a lot of energy. You now probably have a pretty bad migraine. And, yeah, no, uh, I would imagine so. I'm probably, I'm probably hurling in front of everybody because of the yeah, intensity. A, a intense pain. Yep. Um, but then, as it dissipates, you begin to localize your thoughts and f- you you kind of think through it again. That moment in Man of Steel where she tells him to just focus on her voice or whatever, that kind of focusing happens as you begin to uh, um, control it again and feel more like yourself. And yeah, again, you feel now for the first time just how, um, how much water, ice, and, and the fact that you're in tune with it now, very naturally, um, you can, you are you know a water bender you know you can you can sense it and you can get funky with it and you can twist it you do have the mechanics of your um character sheet but if you you know want to say brad can i try this then we can always potentially roll things for it if you want to try and do things like that when it comes Sweet. to pretty much outside of combat you're you guys are all kind of free to attempt almost anything if you want you can be like hey brad can i fly and i'll be like well let's see jump off the thing and we'll see what happens um <laughs> or but in combat you're limited more to mechanics because that saves, you know, anyone from just being like, okay, I bring all of the snow in the world and just collapse the world in under its power. And, you know, you're probably not quite at that level yet. Like a level one water, water elementalist. Um, yeah, if you want to do sense things, control things, understand things, you're going to have a lot, um, uh, a lot uh, easier of a task if it's something to do with water and cold and things. Um, you're very much in control, or at least in touch with that element of nature now. Um, and you know it as well. And that's why I'm giving you a lot of information bomb here. So each of you wakes up, <gasps> Bo maybe cries out, or return to the state that you were in. You kind of grab your bearings, and I'm gonna roll two dice. One for the methods. Wow, they're blind. And two. Do these devoted guys, um, they're kind of standing, they're not talking, none of them are talking or anything like that, they're just kind of standing to attention. They're looking away from you, all these guys are looking away from you. One of them looking down one hallway where these people are in their own blocks of ice, and another one looking down another hallway that seems to lead into a set of rooms that are all, um, uh, a, lot, a, a bunch of doors basically, doorways that lead to smaller rooms, maybe quarters or something like that, um, down the hallway that you didn't come down, which is this direction. Uh, this hallway you can see leads all the way outside, open door, and uh, you also see Igan, Jacqueline, standing there. His eyes are rolled up in his head for now. He doesn't appear to have left this um, illusionary world that he created and trapped you in just yet. What do you guys want to do? I now? fire an arrow at the orb. Hey, okay. Anyone else <laughs> want to do anything else? Yes. Do we have a turn order? Not really, unless, uh, I mean, it will, I want to see what you all do immediately. You kind of all can just do one thing in this instant moment here. Like the first thing Ellie's doing, she's not even snapping her feet out of the ice. She just brings this arrow in and that's what's happening there. But at the same time, what do each of the rest of you do? Oh, I think well, probably I'm, you're just being sick. I would like okay. to cast <laughs> a spell on my, on my dad. Right. What, what spell? I would like to cast Mind Spike. Okay. And I'm going to use my, my sorcery points to bump it up uh, a hi- at a higher level. And um, I will use my inspiration to hit. Yes. I can do that. Phoebe got an inspiration for s- saving the stream today, by the way. I give inspiration outside of the game 
um, because I never remember it exists in the game. So if people are nice to me, I'm like, hey, you got an inspiration. And uh, PB saved an issue we had with Zoom to get us, our faces weren't showing up because there was an update and she came up with a genius plan and fixed it inside of one minute. And I was like, you get an inspiration point. Uh, and uh, yeah, okay, so that's what you do. We'll roll for that in a second. Aura, what are you doing? Right. Um, I see Ellie pulling back her her arrow. I'm gonna pull my sword out and I'm gonna run at the orb and try to break it as well. Okay. Um, Kalugi. Uh, I think all Kalugi does is kind of try and snap out of the ice. Um, he holds up his hand and the ring is on his finger now. You don't have it anymore, Aura. For the um, just so you're aware, and um. He, yeah, you just hear the cracking of the ice as he starts to shake it off of himself. Um, and yeah, he checks his finger. And Grim does a very similar thing to Aura. He holds up his sword aloft and runs forward, although he appears to be heading for Igan, for Priest Jankwin. Uh, so, give me all your attack rolls and spell castings and things. Bo is just kind of barely holding on for a moment as he grips his head and then maybe keels over and there's holds a uh, mouthful oh. sick in or lets it go and is this considered uh assassination uh i don't think you can assassinate an inanimate object so i don't think so oh, it's just i just thought it was gonna enter us in the combat oh yeah. i got a 12. <laughs> so mine actually doesn't need an attack roll he just has to do a uh uh wisdom saving throw all righty then. Um, I don't. I don't know how that works. If he's, uh, he's yeah. right there, he's still gonna do problem, it. Problem not mine. He is there. He's just kind of uh, stunned, I guess, at the moment. Um, okay, so two two hits from you two. Let's see what damage you do to the uh, the, the thing. Or you're probably here. The record because you've got to hit it melee range. And, or actually you can move yourself within one square of wherever this blue thing is. You don't have to be stood next to it again if you don't want. Um, then, uh, okay, that is a 15. No, a 16. That's a fail then for him. Ah. Right. So, let's see here. As all of this suddenly happens in one go, um, <laughs> Ellie fires an arrow. Um, Aura brings up a greatsword and <laughs> brings it down on the. Do I get orb. sneak attack because Aura's in range? Uh, or was it, was no, it like I don't in think... the process of her getting there? Yeah, I don't even know if you get sneak attack on an, on an inanimate object either because you're not really sneaking on it. It's not distracted, it just is what it is, so I don't understand exactly. I thought the rules were just as long as in, uh, whatever you're attacking, as long as someone's in range. Is it whatever you're attacking? I don't know. I've never thought about this. I've never really... Uh, sneak attack on object, I'm going to Google. Stupid question, can you sneak attack a building? No, you may not, it says. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, you can sneak attack a building, it just won't know it because it's not real. <laughs> it's an inanimate object. <laughs> Uh, uh, okay. I don't know. I don't know if there's an official ruling, but pretty much the first thing says objects are no, not subject to critical hits and thus not subject to sneak attack. What? I mean, is that even. Am I even in 5e? 
Uh, we'll say no for now because it seems weird. I mean, sneak attack is essentially that the, the person you're attacking is distracted by... Normally, it would be, if they were fighting someone, they'd be distracted by aura, right? They'd be fighting with aura, yeah. clashing swords. Um, so or they don't know where you go, are. I need to go a cat race. Therefore, I get sneak attack on objects as well. Oh, because it's a cat and they're not yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah. All right. Um, yes. Thanks, <laughs> if you were a tabaxi, then you would have sneak attack on... on uh, glass tumblers um so oh grim needs to roll an attack roll give me one second um, i still have way too many character sheets open now this is with advantage so wow he is still gonna miss i think he probably breaks out of the ice and just runs forward um and doesn't get to igan before this ice thing explodes um, this thing explodes in an arcane burst of glass and magic, and I need everyone around the thing within 15 feet. So, let's see. Yep, that's uh, not Ellie. Um, that's all these guys. Not these guys. And not Suna. So, Aura, Grim, Jaquin, Alugi, Bo, and those two dudes there. I'm just going to roll for them real quick. Fail. Uh, fail and Jack Quinn uh, mates it somehow. So yeah, did I say strength or con? What did I say? Hang on, what did I write down? Strength save, please. From Bo, uh, Aura, Bo and Aura. Oh, no. Grim and fail or Halugi, yes. So fail, 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 um, fail, fail, fail. Everyone fails except for Igan, which is hysterical. Actually, no, he should have disadvantage. Hold on. Okay, he fails too. Everyone fails. Okay. And that is this much damage you're about to take. And you also fall over. Uh, wait, no, that's wrong. 15. Um, bludgeoning damage. This thing in the center of the room just explodes. It is so loud as this thing lets out a chime and a ring. Your ears uh, are hit first as, as Aura, you are just slammed to the ground as usual, pushed backwards a little bit. This thing pushes everyone um, away, everyone falls over. Even Grim, who's like running towards Igan with his sword thrust out in front of him, is suddenly knocked off as if the uh, as if uh, hit by a concussive blast. Here, um, Kalugi kind of hits the wall behind him and is uh, knocked prone. Aura prone, Grim prone. These two are are dead, which is hysterical. Um, this guy gets caught by some glass that strikes him in the neck. This method thing is is in midair before it gets hit by a concussive wave and you see it twist and turn over itself before it itself explodes in the air um, because they explode right into steam. Um, and everyone is now super hyper aware of the... Um, the... Uh, the... bunch of you that are here... Which is why I need a set of initiatives once again. Uh, don't forget the damage for the mind spike against dear old dad. 
I have not forgotten. Okay. I have not and shall never forget what you have done to my beautiful Egan. I never forget what any of my players have done to my lovely NPCs. Okay, well I want it. Um, there we go. My wonderful villains over the years. I remember them all. And uh, you're actually for now only fighting these guys. The three things. So, Aura, you are prone. Kalugi is prone. And probably won't matter too much, but uh, prone. And Bo is prone. The prone means that you are on the ground. It means that you have to uh, use half of your movement to stand up before you do whatever you are going to do. There is this horrendous noise, which I'm not going to, um, which I'm not going to uh, play <laughs> because it's just going to be annoying. But imagine the sound of like chalk, like a fingernails on a chalkboard or that, that one of those kind of sounds or the sound of like metal on metal or like when you scrape a fork along a ceramic plate that kind of a, the, a horrible raking sound as you um, almost as soon as you smash this thing there is just a horrible sound emanating constantly from this broken thing in the ground here there's just this shattered broken sphere um, there's like blue smoke pouring up from it. There's this arcane energy with a glow, which is slowly dissipating. Um, and uh, Priest Jackwin, as soon as you smash this thing, as soon as he's hit by a mind, smite, uh, mind spike, falls and kind of just crumples in on himself, just falls down, limp to the ground. Um, does not say anything, doesn't appear to be conscious, doesn't appear to be awake, eyes still in the top of his head, his wings fold over him. And we are now uh, going, and that's uh, that's that's and six. These guys near you suddenly turn on you and start running at you. Is everyone on here? Who am I missing? Grim, Lugi. Am I missing someone else? Or uh, oh no, I'm not. And let me just roll real quick for these guys. And that is that. And that is that. Which brings us very first uh, to um, these two method things launch towards you. Let's see here. Uh, one, two. This method here flies over towards uh, you, Ellie, first. As it. Just, it just flies haphazardly towards one of you. This one flies towards Grim, and the two creatures are now going to attempt to attack you. So this thing just tries to rake at you with its claws. Ellie, on an 18, no, 15, sorry, does that hit? No. This thing just flies towards you. You see its claws reach out towards your face, and just at the very last second, you dip down underneath it, and it flies over your head. It turns around and begins to fly close around you as if it's coming back again for a second strike. Same thing happens with Grim. Grim is on the floor, actually, so that's advantage. So a 19 actually hits. This thing rakes a claw across Grim's head. Um, Grim's kind of like on the ground, shaking his head, when suddenly it opens a wound from the back of his head across to the top. He doesn't have any hair on the top of his head. He's got a beard. 
Um, and you just see it open a wound as he, oh, bastard, brings his uh, head around to try and figure out what's going on. All of you kind of coming out from this spell, all of you also suddenly hit by a, a, a blast from this bomb that's just gone off in the middle of the room. And this thing scratches at grit, uh, dealing uh, four slashing damage and three cold damage, bringing us to Ellie. So I can't attack Igan? Uh, you can attack Igan if you'd like. Yeah, he, he doesn't appear to be... He's not in, he's in completely incapacitated right now, but if you want to shoot stuff at him or whatever, you can. Yeah. There is a thing flying around your head trying to kill you, but sure. Well, I'm gonna try and run from that, but uh, uh-huh. uh, I guess I would have to use my. How to? What does it take to move? Uh, break the ice. Um. Oh, nothing. You just you can get out of it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's not so much of it that you're like completely encased. It's just around your feet. For you, I don't think you even took any damage or anything in there. So you've probably no. got the least amount of ice on your uh, feet, like little little shoes. Um. Well, sh- shoot. Yeah, I'm gonna actually uh, attack the um, devoted. Yep. Okay. Give me the attack with now. my bow, and uh, eighteen. That is a hit. I mean, it's just gonna do double. You, yeah, you want to kill him? How do you kill him? It's it? an assess. Uh. I, I see the thing flying around me, and I immediately, because uh, there's two on that side, and I think I can get away from this one um, if I try really hard. Uh, so I just kill him. I don't even know nothing fancy. Just kill him. Okay. Um, I saw my movement and uh, my dash, so I'm gonna try and like go down to here. If you run out of this thing's uh, range, area, right area. Wait, no. Okay, so I'm gonna disengage then. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna disengage. Bonus? I think you can, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can disengage and then and then move. Uh, so I can only go thirty, I guess. Um, I'm gonna go like over here next to Bobo. Sure. Brings us to you sooner. And you said uh, Egan is unresponsive. Yeah, he's just in a pile on the ground. Is he dead? Uh, you don't know. You can use one of your abilities as an action to work it out. It will be a lot easier to do if you were closer. You can do like a medicine check or you can even use your own little uh, uh, special ability as a... I think fuck him and I, 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 I would much rather make sure Aura is okay. So I, I go over next to her um, and I use a healer's kit. Hmm. I fucking haven't seen one of those in over a hundred years. A healer's kit, what the fuck can you do? I've forgotten. I have no idea, <laughs> it's been I just so know I have long. three of them. <laughs> As an action, you can expend one use of the kit to stabilize a creature that has zero hit points without needing oh. to make a wisdom medicine check. So well, uh, it doesn't useless. actually heal. It doesn't is, heal her, all right then. Uh, yeah, but that's what it does if case, someone is on death saves. That's good to know. Um, in that case, I will just break out of the ice. Ten and actions I will... on that, by the way, if you want to make a note of that. Uh, yeah, I'll do that because I have three of those kits. So. Oh my god. Um... Okay, well, fuck it. <laughs> uh, okay, I will. Uh, 
I will cast a uh, firebolt at this this uh, mephit here. Okay. That's attacking Grim. Okay. Nine is a miss, I think. Probably. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Um, yep, that is a miss. How does it look? What do you do? Um, I think I'm distracted. I'm trying to look at uh, Igin and see if he's going to get back up all of a sudden. I'm just, it couldn't have been that easy, and I'm, I'm, I'm uncomfortable about it. Uh, and, I, and I just miss. Yeah, this firebolt whiffs over the top of this thing's head. It kind of flies a little lower. It starts to arc around Grim again. Grim stands up, um, just wildly swings his sword into the air. This thing avoids it. It flies up around him. Um, there's this terrible sound that's still so loud, screeching from the middle of this thing. And uh, yeah, Grim misses on his attack, which I made. Brings us to Bo. What do you want to do, Bo? the hell is that? All right, so uh, considering I have ice around my feet as well, but now that I am attuned with ice and water, could I perhaps control the element that's around my feet? Yes, you can. With your brand new cantrip, control elements. <laughs> All right, I'll uh, do that then. Yes, so you can mold naturally occurring aspects of the element of your choosing, which is uh, ice. Allowing you to reshape or move it. You can deal 1d4 of your choice, so you can just fire this in shards towards one of these methods if you'd like. All um, right. And uh, yeah, give me a d4. I guess you literally can just always hit. Amazing. Homebrew, dudes. Three. Yeah, like a bunch of uh, pieces of ice crack and break underneath um, Bo. Are you like doing anything with your hands? Are you doing some like avatar stuff? What, how does it look? How do you do this? Hmm. Well, I guess I, I close my eyes to kind of like meditate and, and get in tune with this, with this new ability that I have. And um, I'm going to uh, use my hands and, and kind of like, you know, shift the, um, and mold um, the ice and uh, make it look like pikes sharp blades of sorts and uh, hit the uh, the iced manfit that's close to Grim. Nice, yeah, and you do so, and all of these little bits fly up. It's flying around, you see two or three little shards of ice hit it as it flies, it reacts to them. Somehow, this is so powerful, um, and I will never change it. Um, you have, that is a bonus action, so you still have a full action. You could do that with one hand and fire a crossbow bolt with the other if you want. You know what, Brad? I think I'm going to do just that. <laughs> as long as you're near water or ice, you can deal 1d4 damage on a bonus action every turn if you want. It's ridiculous, but I like it. It'll probably undo me one day, but here we are. All right. Well, if that doesn't do it, I'm going to then pull out my crossbow, get a tune with my, uh, well, um, elementalist ability once more, and... Uh, cast the ice over on my uh, arrow oh yeah you can do that too you can overlay a, a bolt with your uh thing although that takes you an action to do so you won't fire the bolt oh this okay gotcha Alrighty. um and if memory serves let me uh can you give me that spell as well just click it so it can oh yeah sure overlay uh, elemental overlay that's the one yeah you overlay your magic of your weapon with elemental power, water or frost. If you overlay a weapon, you may replace your melee attack. Blah, 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 blah. Damage type is converted to any elemental damage. Um, it lasts. Oh, it's up to a minute. Okay. 
I couldn't remember if it was like eight hours or a minute or something. Okay. So, uh, yeah. You can do that. Oh, this is a bonus action as well, actually. So you need to pick. You only have a normal action. Okay. Um, so then I guess I'll just attack regularly then with my crossbow. Sure. Give me the attack. All right. Roll. 13 to hit. Okay. Five. Five damage. So yeah, you send a bunch of ice up to this thing. They hit it. The crossbow bolt goes off, flies through the air, catches this thing. It's super annoyed with you flying around. It, it sees you. It lets out its own little screech. And then uh, um, it is, uh, well, he's dead. Aura's turn. Unless you want to move. Do you want to move? No, I'm good. Do you stand up? Yeah, I do stand up. Okay. So uh, brings you... Uh, brings us to you, Aura. Okay, if I remember correctly, none of my spell slots. Mm, I put it in the Discord. Let's see. Uh, I am. You have. Oh, I don't know. I didn't check your spell slots. Do you remember? I don't think you cast any spells in there, did you? I yeah. I used all of my spell slots. I don't had. I didn't have anything left. Did you use them in the thing? In the. Again, illusion yeah i'm pretty sure yes okay yeah you have them all back oh okay can i use um um i've never done revert time before but i kind of want to cast it on myself um i'll put it in chat i think that's <sighs> uh, uh, you click on the speech bubble i think I don't have a speech bubble. Sorry. Uh, okay. I will look. Uh, a creature you touch has its wounds revert back in time. The creature gains hit points equal to 1d6 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Add 1d4 temporary hit points. Oh, yeah. Yes, you can do this. Okay. So, um, should I just roll it? Yeah, I'm just going to yeah, click it. See what happens. Okay. Might just be a spell card. Yeah, it is. Oh, that's okay. Uh, that's also how we can read what it does. So, um, yeah, so roll a D. One D6 plus your spellcasting ability. Your spellcasting ability is wisdom. Um, I recall us not giving you any spells that have spellcasting ability additional stuff because it's not very high. What is your wisdom modifier? Uh, 11. 11, which means a zero, so it's a 1d6. Um, okay. 1d6, uh, and yep, so roll a d6, then roll a d4, and then roll a d2. <laughs> okay. This spell is insane. She's standing there like, uh, fucking, what's that fucking geezer called? Benedict Cumberbatch, Marvel movies. He's doing all that oh. stuff. Uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor yeah. Strange. Dormammu, Dormammu. I've come to bargain as she's doing all this stuff. Time's rewinding. Her wounds are healing on her body. You, take, you get three HP back. You get two temporary hit points. Those are different to normal hit points, so make sure you put them in the temporary hit points spot. Okay. Um, for, for learning, temporary hit points will always be taken before your main hit points do. So if you ever get temporary hit points or something, always draw from that. If you take damage first, they go out like a shield and then your main hit points will go. Um, 
you on a one on the d2 there you suffer fatigue from the casting and you must spend your next turn recovering from this casting so that's a whole a whole thing although this is also a ritual um or so basically if you're if you want to sit still for 10 minutes and concentrate you can cast this spell without expending a spell slot oh so you could do out of combat you could do this over and over and over again which i think is why that 1d2 is there you know there's okay. an element of you know potentially i guess i don't know i don't know actually it doesn't make any sense i don't know by a fire or something you could uh, cast that mm -hmm. yeah i didn't okay. make these spells by the way i stole them and and hacked them so <laughs> oh you're frozen oh there you go that's why okay. they're funky um okay. so uh yeah i mean i might adjust some of them to fix stuff properly but that's cool that's what happens to you that is uh your action you want to do a bonus action thing uh yeah move? i'd like to move okay so you've got to stand up that's half your movement all right so then i'll just move over to where cool i'm gonna go i'm just gonna back straight up um into this little crevice yeah kalugi is watching you and as you come backwards he says Right, you're going to have to teach me how the fuck we got out of there in a minute. And he loads up a bolt and aims towards where the method is and <laughs> fires it off. Because that was some special... I didn't know you could do anything like that. I thought you just swung a sword around. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm very, like, I'm bloodied up and just looking worse for wear. I don't know if it's something I could teach you, Kalugi. Well, no, that's probably true. I don't know if I'm willing to learn. And that's a hit. Boom, uh, five piercing and then an extra radiant damage uh, brings it to that amount of damage. And it is now the Ice Mephit's turns again. Let's see how they react. This one is gonna go after Grim. This one is gonna go after Kalugi. So two more attacks coming in from these Ice Mephits. Uh, one, two. Uh, Grim is a hit. Another four slashing damage as he swings his sword. He's looking kind of like, he's looking kind of drunk, you know. He's kind of hung over one of the other as he swings wildly. This blood running down his, uh, the back of his head and his neck. And another, um, slice through the air as this thing deals another four slashing damage. And then two cold damage to uh, to Grim, who still isn't looking too worse for wear, but he just looks kind of punch drunk. And then 14, I think, is a miss from Kalugi. It is. So uh, the other one just flies over Kalugi's head as he, ah, fucking fuckers, I fucking hate those things, he says, sort of returning to his normal odd self um, after the panic that was very evident on his face. And that brings us to you, Ellie. What do you want to do? I'm gonna fire an arrow. I'm gonna again. kill something. I'm gonna go for the one at Grim because it's I'm doing pretty good at hitting him. Yeah. So, 24. That is a hit. Yeah. Sneak attack. And how do you want to kill it? Uh, I think I see it go for Grim, and I just immediately hit it in the body as soon as I can. Yeah, and it's just caught in the air as it, it explodes. 
which I think means Grim has to do a save. Uh oh, mm. I didn't mean that. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> explode into just horrible steam and yeah, death burst. Sex save from Grim. Uh, so yeah, I mean you catch it and it just explodes as soon as the arrow hits it. It just explodes. Um into steam and on a deck save you see just grim just immediately just dive down as it into steam and he spins around and looks at you and says oh, uh. you're welcome mm. <laughs> and i'm like in the middle of running past uh Sauna, uh and i'm gonna try and stealth yes you hide behind the indomitable form indominable form of Sauna. And well, there's we a shadow. There's a little bit of shadowing here, too. So I figured I would just hide here. <laughs> I also like the idea that you're just standing exactly I hide in the behind, way. <laughs> I, pull her, I pull her dress yeah. out and hide behind it. <laughs> <laughs> like a curtain. <laughs> you can't see me now. <laughs> <laughs> Technically not. Uh, Suna, it is your turn. Fireball, 25 hit. 10 fire damage. Uh, fucking thing explodes. You. Uh, Sorry, Kaluki. Uh, Kaluki's gotta make a deck save. Um, wow, he does the same thing. He, see, he sees this firebolt come in, and you just see him hit the ground as it <laughs> explodes into steam. Both of these ice methods kind of fall, um, falling. Well, they're just gone, I guess. Actually, ice methods explode into steam. These two devoted fellows are on the ground they are quite um quite dead and you find yourselves in an empty room the howling noise that horrible sound of this uh this orb which is smashed and broken um the smoke thins the light dies within it and now it just appears to be nothing more than normal broken thick glass in a broken shattered uh um, sphere. Suddenly noises from elsewhere uh, f- focus. You can hear them again. You can kind of make out the sounds of the town outside. Um, it's still nighttime out there. It seems like the, it, presumably it's not been the entire night. Time hasn't passed yet um, unless you've been in here for multiple days but um, it's night out the door. The people who were frozen in the hallway are screaming. They are, there are about eight people in these blocks of ice and you can, their screams are, are wild. Um, two or three of them are not screaming. They appear to be passed out or dead. Um, but they also have awakened from something. They've awoken from this, this thing, presumably in the same kind of thing. And they've awoken, they're cold, frozen, hurting, and they're screaming to a degree. Um, Grim standing up uh holding his head brings his sword up and uh and says well off with his head that's what i say he looks over towards you standing over the corpse or the or the the unconscious body of of uh Egan. do it i'm hiding very well he brings the sword down And you see Igan's head roll across the ground and Can I walk over? Yes. There is a dark 
ichor that um, spills out from the neck, from the head. It rolls across the ground. The, the eyes still rolled up in the head. His form twists in on itself a little bit. There is black blood, thick, thicker than blood, like oil that pours out from his neck. Um, the body falls loose, kind of curls in on itself a little as well, the, the wings. The head rolls over twice, and uh, Grim puts his sword to the ground and leans on it a little bit and says, Well, there we go. Demon killed. Kalugi looks around and says, Oh, are we sure we're actually out? Uh, can you find it? How can you... You could, uh, you could tell, right? You lot. What the fuck are you lot, frankly? And why the fuck did we need to come and kill this fucking thing? Now the job's done, you can be a little more open, wouldn't we you We weren't say? trying to kill anything. We were trying to get aid. And that failed miserably. So we're sort of back at square one. Right. I lean over. Is there anything left on his body? Um, he has priest robes. Or is Give it me gone? an investigation check. Um, or are you doing anything else? Can as I... you're as you're like looking, I think Ellie finally pops out of stealth and says, "Wait, didn't they talk when you cut the head off last time?" And I'm like looking at Kalugi. Well, yeah, the one that I cut the head off, and um, by the way, it looked almost exactly like that. But his head, uh, well, his eyes were, uh, well, he was just still conscious, you know. I got lucky. I was a little younger, and I managed to get his head off, you see. And then the blood, or whatever that is, was dripping out of his neck, and it was still talking. But, well, he wasn't exactly awake when we chopped his head off, so. I don't know. Grim There's no way to pull him back. out of that whatever state he's in. I'm, I imagine that's, it is. that's what it was like, right? Whenever we were in that place, the imaginary place. Well, I'm not touching his fucking head. If you want to try I'm not touching and wake it, him up. I'll, I'll touch it. All right. He leans into Aura and quietly says, Wait, is that really... Is that, a, is that his daughter? So is she one of them? Oh, I mean... I think she's got some of his blood, but that doesn't make you the same kind of person. Oh, I'm not saying I'm not saying nothing like that. I just didn't expect, you know. I don't know. That was what was. You lot are very strange. Some people might say the same thing about you. He pulls out a flask and undoes it. You want some? No, I'm all right. All right. He drinks deeply from the flask. Uh, Grim also, I think, fucking way more interested in the flask right now after everything. Stomps over. Give me some of that. Snatches it out of his hand, drinks from it. Hey, you're welcome. Back. Owe me one. And Suna walks over to the head of Igan. I'd, I'd still like to look at his body, though. Oh, that's yeah. Okay. So, what are you looking for? Anything in particular? How, um... how are you searching his body is probably a better question. Oh, yeah. I'm using my staff to poke at him and move his robes aside and see if he has anything, and then I'll probably lean down, and I'm, I'm patting him down. I want to know if he has any fucking amulets or anything on him. Anything at all. Uh, give me an investigation check, then. 16. He has nothing on him. Um, yeah, he I He has think so. a pair of trousers and a robe. Um, 
Both of them kind of dirty, kind of old looking. No, not a coin, not a copper, not a, a, a flask, nothing. No pouch, no hidden pouch, nothing. Just, just his clothing. May I roll a demon history check? I, is, is it possible that this isn't, you know, that this is a borrowed body? And that he's not actually dead? You can, indeed. Roll me dark eyes check. Nine. Yeah, don't know. It's not All right. something that... It's just strange that he doesn't have anything on him. Yes, but also you don't... Um... Yeah, I don't think you know what he can do or whether he can All right. flip into another body or anything like that. Um... Then I just... I sigh. I'm a little confused. I, I think I, yeah, and then I, I pick up his head. Okay. You pick up his head. As soon as your hand touches his head, the eyes roll down and look straight into yours. And there's a moment of confusion, I think, as he... His eyes suddenly dart around and then a, probably a flicker of sadness and then he looks back up into your eyes. Um, and this oily kind of ichor is, is dripping and splatting. You can hear it kind of on the ground in front of you. This grotesque looking thing, this head of a beautiful man held by the hair, the small horns poking out from the sides. But yet, yeah, all of the menace, almost, seems to have, have been drawn from him. And he says, I suppose this is the end. For you, yes. Uh, well, your question still intrigues me. Which one? Why do you want to find Lord Chippa. I told you, we're trying to stop a god. And why do you only remember eight cycles? Hmm? I don't know any of these things, but well, it doesn't matter for me I'm returning to Asmodeus. So be it. I will help you. Yes. I will help you. You can go and see my old master. He will finish the job that I could not. How and where? Flicks his eyes over to where Aura is and says, The Planeswalker. What if she, she doesn't know where to go? If she's never been there before, how does she do it? Bring her to me. Or bring me to her. I hesitate for a moment and I look over at Aura. By the way, his eyes aren't po pointed towards her. I turn his head so he can't see. Is that all right? Um, I can hear them, correct? Yeah, totally, yeah. I I'll just nod at... Uh, Suna, I'm sitting on the floor, just kind of 
I'm injured, so I'm just kind of holding like my arm and just listening. So I, I nod like, yes, you can bring him over. All right, but no funny business. As she walks, you see Ellie like go complete opposite side walking away. <laughs> like doesn't want to be anywhere near the head. So. I, I, uh, I walk over. The trail of oil behind you as you bring the head of Igan over towards Aura, and he says, You will have to touch my face. My energy is waning. I look up at Suna. I'm right here. And I'll take the hand that's kind of cradling one of the cuts on my arms and I I place it over his face but it's just like specifically his eyes there's uh, an instant reaction you get an image immediately um, presented to you it is of this um, frozen landscape these great big icicles that stick up out of the ground these snowscapes this lake of of ice which is so clear that you can see through it just a sheen of of light there's a an equal parts daylight and twilight to the area there's sunshine but yet there's an, a menace to the area an open landscape of snow and in front of everything sat upon this ice is what you know to be now Lord Chibber's palace. It looks a little something like this. This is the kind of image you get. Not al- along with the image, you innately understand where this is. If you needed to, you can draw upon that innate power to open a portal and and go there. To uh, you have the you know the geo tag now. You can work out where it is. You also get the sensation that this place is very otherworldly. You've jumped from this place where you first got this power, you've been there, the boundary, which felt like an, an otherworldly place and uh, another plane almost, and come back to the Kryn that you understand as your home. This again feels like that, but you are filled with a sense of dread immediately. You understand that this is one of the planes of hell, um, that you would have to open one of these portals that you can do and then take everybody through it straight into essentially hell this is stygia the um plane of ice with uh his last kind of uh, moments Igan says you have bested me i would never have guessed but i assure you he knows now where you are and he will finish what I have started. I am an insect. I am nothing compared to his power. He sees us. Goodbye, daughter. His eyes roll up again, this time the energy waning from him. The last drop of Ica drops from his neck and hits the ground, a small pool of oil, and... I cast fireball on his head. And his head burns up in flames. What do you guys do? 
I know where we have to go. You all right, Aura? I'm okay, how are you? I don't know yet. I turn back to them and I'm just like, are you sure? We should probably rest before we... Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, find this guy, so... Uh, yeah. Also, my uncle's probably outside waiting for you to pledge yourself to him. Oh, yeah, you were going to do that, weren't right. you? Right. We're not, we're not doing that. That's all right. Well, he did nothing for us. I, I was only going to pledge myself if he was going to assist, but he did, he did absolutely nothing. That's right. So we'll be sure to explain that to him. So the demon. Are we? How are we going to get past that guy then? Are you going to stealth? Um, Can you do that uh, fancy portal thing again? Oh yeah. I, I mean, I could try, or we could just pretend that he died and we're carrying him out. That that point. He thinks he's dead, and so it doesn't matter. Just have Grim carry him. What? Well, we don't need to carry him. He is dead. I, I, I can tell him to have a go look. No, 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 Bo. No, yeah, me. Oh, like, I, I play oh. dead. Oh, right. Well, that's a great idea. That is a good idea, or we could just go out of the back door. He points down the other hallway. Like, oh, there's a bet. That's, that's I like, an even I like better look out idea. the back door. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I like the back door it's plan. Out of the yeah, me too. These these okay. people though they they need our help. Yeah. They're they? crying. Well, then they shouldn't have got themselves into this mess. They can get themselves out, can't they? Maybe we can send some people in here to help them out. Maybe get some officials to go in there. Or we could just help help them. How are we gonna help them? We'll tell them that they're all right and that that where the nearest uh, uh, inn is. Is that really, do you think that's going to help them? I mean, they just... Well, it should. I mean, they just woke up in a... Fro I mean, imagine being tortured by by a demon for however long they've been here. Have some compassion. I just, like, look at her and I just don't have... I mean, I don't look like the person to have compassion. Uh, where, where, how far away are these people? They're, like, just down the hallway uh, where you guys came in. They're, like, over here. They're, like, weeping and crying, right? Yeah, they're, they're like, just... In, just. I'm the closest. Right I walk up to the first one I see, and I, like, put my... Sh I, like, pat... I just, like, try to pat the back awkwardly, and I'm, like, it'll... It'll be all right. You'll be fine. They're, like, literally they're, like, inside of ice cubes yeah. all the way up to their necks, <laughs> right? They're, they're completely... Oh, we have to burn them out. Yeah, <laughs> like, they them out. Or, or you know, I, 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 we don't have to burn them out, you know. I, I well, can just... What do you have to chip away? We could just chip away at it. Can well, I take out my dagger? Yeah, we could do that. I mean, I, I am attuned with ice now. I can just break what? ice. What? Huh? Um, Show me. Do it. Right here, this one, right here. Yeah, crying a lot. Okay. What do you mean you're attuned with ice? I step out of the way. <laughs> well, um, while we we were in um, that, uh, well, whatever the heck that place was, uh, I, well, in a desperate act, drank the vial that I was <gasps> given. And oh I, 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 yeah, and I, I now am attuned with ice and water. So um, I'm going to cast Control Elements and break free these prisoners. Yeah, you uh, can uh, pretty much uh, do what you want. Um, and uh, sorry, what were you going to do? Oh, I was just going to say for flavor, can I cast Frostbite? Just so to see you interact with it. Sure, yeah. Nice spell. All right, let's do yeah. it. Yeah. You can <laughs> sort of do what you want, Bo. You know, within like minimal trick trickery. Um, you right. Can, you can totally break all of this ice. You can pull it like 
the ice off of them kind of thing like you crack it yeah. and control it and just break the ice and pull it from them it's not the type of thing where you can do like the whole thing you're not ray skywalker you can okay. just, you just you, you don't get to just be like i control all of the rocks now immediately with all this power you can break the thing and chip away at it and bring the things down and whatever yeah i'll i'll uh, just chip away gently so but, that yeah. they can uh you know kind of break free themselves that. I'll like pull away the the big pieces as well, like pull it off of them if I can to yeah, help out. And, I mean, you guys can yeah. work for a little bit here to um, free these people. I think there's a there's a yeah to assist. You know, five minutes where those of you uh, Kalugi is helping. Grim is not. He's sitting down and he's like holding the back of his head, which is all cut up and bleeding, and uh, he's got a couple of little knife wounds from the fight outside still, and he it actually seems totally to be... Totally doesn't have an arrow wound either. Right, he's kind of weakened a little. He seems to be kind of patching himself up and just checking himself over, while you guys and Bo cracking the ice and removing the ice from these people, and they fall out, Aura catching them, um, uh, Ellie moving some of the ice away, and, uh, and uh, Suna checking them, tending to them. Um, so six of them uh, are here. I think I said eight, but it was six that are standing in this thing. All of them are alive. Um, two of them are unconscious, and um, they are right. Mostly, they're like thankful, right? Each of them is is thanking you for the most part. They're kind of frozen. They've all of them have got like frostbite and stuff. They um, explain to you they've been in there for a day. That they were told it was an initiation, right? Um, and then after that day there was like a blank out where they were kind of um in like a strange uh, environment by themselves these people stuck together in this um odd icy landscape um by themselves trudging through snow and then suddenly they were brought forth and all of this pain and stuff was was returned to them um one of them is still kind of um is a little frustrated with you at first kind of just, he, muttering to himself Oro, Oro, this is this is the work of Oral. you should not have broken me free and he starts to maybe um, break down and cry and then he runs and runs out of the front of the place leaving five of them, two of them unconscious um, the three people that are with them help the two that are unconscious thanking you and they tell you that they're going to leave um, they grab a couple of items of clothing and then they look like they're going to leave through the uh, entrance that you came in, the exit entrance that you came through. You guys are still planning to go out uh, the back door or do you go with them? Yeah, we should also yeah. probably try to encourage them to go use the back door because there, there's... Uh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's another demon at the front door. Probably go to like step out the back, I like, or step out the main entrance, I stand in front of them and just like, you gotta go that way. And I'm not trying to intimidate them or anything. I'm just like, no, 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 no. But I, I mean, I think Ellie kind of just looks intimidating on yeah, accident. They <laughs> seem compliant. Give me a persuasion check with advantage, Ellie. Okay. 25. They're just super compliant. Uh, yes. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yes. We'll come with you. Just a few voices. One of them kind of holding another one up. You guys leaving? Yeah, well, yes, but uh, the, what about the unconscious ones? They're carrying them. Yeah, all right, all right. I don't want to leave anyone behind. Yeah. Right. Um, all right. So, you guys leave via the 
back entrance to this place. Takes you out to the kind of dock side that's um, outside and it is uh, the dead of night still. The, the, the street lamps that light some of the areas above where you are are still on. But some of the noise from earlier on, there was a tavern on this bridge nearby that was in full swing, um, seems to have died down. There's no more commotion after the, uh, the, the Mephit situation from before. Um, there doesn't appear to be any town guard or town watch or anything, which is maybe a little suspicious. And, uh, and you walk out on a, on a dock, like a little, um, under, under the tunnel. You're, there's a, the bridge above you here. You're underneath this thing, the spires of the tower near you. At the end of the dockway, both either side of you, you can walk all the way to either end and get back up to street level if you want to do that. Or you could technically, I guess, walk out onto the ice, which is, uh, frozen the canal in front of you, but that seems... I look cool. over at, at Bo. Can, can you walk on the water? Oh, um, I mean, I don't know if that's possible. Uh, uh, that's wild. It's uh, probably best that you don't do it in front of people anyway. Yeah, I'd probably freak people out. Yeah, pro quite. Yeah. Maybe we should just take the stairs. No, I, I, I agree. Let's, let's take the stairs. All right. And where are you headed towards? Nearest tavern? I'd say so. Yes, very Could much I'll so. use that rust. The or a doctor. Big, big one on the bridge? What? There's a big tavern I on the bridge. I would say whatever one's closest. Yeah, that's the one that's on the bridge. It, um... Takes What's you a, the name of that one? Let's find out what it's called. It is called... It is called the... <laughs> I shouldn't call it that. We'll call it the Naughty Spoon. <laughs> All right. Oh, I've been to this one. No, <laughs> yeah. This is, uh, yeah, this is um, actually a very reputable place. It is a, um, a very large tavern and inn, although it is closed for the evening. You, uh, what? Oh, and Ellie would be aware that you can still rent rooms. You can still get in there. Um, but they're not serving drinks or food. Oh, fuck. Well, we can still get a room, but if you want something to drink, we gotta go somewhere else. I'm, I'm, I am hungry and tired, so I guess it doesn't really matter. Oh yeah, food as well. Uh, we might as well go back to the, the one we knew. Are they still open? Or are they all going to be like this? That one's still open, right, Bren? Mm. Open later. The well, uh, let's see. Roll me a survival check. Okay. Thirteen. It's probably like four a.m. Oh. Okay. You're probably pushing towards maybe even five. Um, it actually might be sunrise soon. Um, remember it's oh, summer well, regardless of the snow. So um, probably nowhere's really open but everywhere's going to open in a couple of hours i uh i look back to suona and i say you know we can just get a room and then i can go out and get some food for everybody and have it ready by morning everyone get a nap or something in well that's all that, that, that's very very nice of you ellie um but I, I'll, I'll go with you i just need a couple of hours to to rest 
Same. What are we going to do about these naked folk? I look back at him and think, well... Is there like a... a place that the poor go here? Like a, a soup kitchen or something? You you want to drop these unconscious naked folk off at a soup kitchen? We'll just bring them in our room with us for now. When they wake up, we'll explain well, what that, happened. That's a, not a great idea. You don't want... Maybe we get into a room for them. People will misunderstand. Yes, yeah. I think people would very much misunderstand if we took unconscious naked people up to our room. How many also, are there again? Two. There's... I would I would uh, pull out my uh, cloak and put one on one of them. There, there's That's a nice of you. Middle-aged man among them, um, wide-eyed, frightened. He ha- has sort of exhibited that he's nauseous and he's not with it. Um, and uh, he takes the cloak, he puts it on one of the people that is unconscious, and says, um, "I can just go home." Right, right. You can do that, but where's the nearest doctor? The doctor? Well, I can't. I don't think I can afford the doctor. What? Well, you, you need to get looked at. What do you mean you can't afford a doctor? I think I'll be all right. I'll take this uh, one. I think you should go to a cleric. Oh, I don't know if I really fancy going to a cleric ever again. Well, maybe not like, you know, an extremist religious figure. I meant like, you know, one like of the legit ones of one of the high cathedrals. Uh, all clerics, extremist religious figures. I agree with that. No, I meant like that one. You know, the giant demon guy that we just fought? Okay, you know what? Never mind. What? Grim, you know what I'm talking about, right? Grim, can you help him? Can anybody help 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 them? Mm, he says he's fine. Oh, Send fuck him off. off home. You know what? It's They're out. They can make their own decisions. I agree. Uh, we take the two unconscious, wrap them up in, in some cloaks until they wake up. We send them on their way. I mean, I'm just going to throw it out there. If they wake up and they're not good people, then... Then we we kill them. What? They're not. If they try to attack us, if they wake up, if if they're bad people, which they could be bad people, but if they're bad people, I'm too tired for this. Okay. I walk towards the the. Okay, okay. And as you're walking, I'm like, okay, okay. We knock them out. We don't kill them. Look, look we better? I'll just go that, home. That's so right. much better. That's can just, monumentally can just better, Ellie. Just make him go Just go. Yeah, just just go home. Just make him go home. Just we we can just give them a little bit of money and, yeah, and just, whatever food we I'll have take some money on and us. Food and, and I'll go and, home, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Okay. <laughs> I I will I will do that. I I, I give him a, a one one piece of gold and uh, whatever whatever bread I have. Now go see a doctor with that. Yes. Yeah, Go see a I, doctor. I will. He lied to you. Yeah. Uh, uh, thank you for. Uh, I don't know what you did. Well, we uh, rescued you, but we we saved fine. you, but yeah. Grim Grim he's running away. Yep. Waste of money. He's gonna right. go spend it on hookers and and booze. Well, you money. know what? That's on well, him. It you know, we did our part. Better. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah, we I do. don't feel anything, but you know that yeah. by now. So. Did someone yeah, say hookers and booze? I'm starting to. Yes, we we did. Yes, we that was mentioned briefly, but I think everywhere is closed right now. Oh no, everywhere's closed. We got a couple hours, and then you guys get a nap in. We go get some food when you wake up. That go. sounds great. I'm imagining a very large breakfast platter. Right. Sounds good to me. Right. Although I don't need food, but sounds sounds good. Oh, well, I say we head back to the float. 
All right. All right. Whatever. No, I, don't, I, I don't care. Um, it's all right. They know me. I'll get a bottle from behind the bar. Um. All right. All right. He starts walking away. All right. So you lot are gonna have to tell me who the fuck you are. As he walks off, and Grim, from behind where you are, starts trudging along behind you as well. Like as well, with one hand on his head still, he says. Yes, I think you lot are going to have to start telling us a bit more. <sighs> As uh, each of you walks along. I think that's where we're probably going to end the session. Oh, wait. No, we're not. Because there's going to be a final scene. As somewhere far away, somewhere in a little place called The Boundary, our good friend from the very beginning of the campaign. Ahi, the avatar of the gods, this thing that, uh, that you guys met is, is floating in the center of that room that looks like uh, an MC Escher painting, that one of the stairs that turn over each other, the walls that seem both close and far away, white, golden lines, um, light reflecting from nowhere, and then this alien figure with his multiple arms, the folds that make up this humanoid head, but still no eyes, no face, no mouth, nothing like that. His legs that hang down, his arms that twist and, and form strange um, patterns. And Ahi uh, snaps his head, or its head, one way and says, Found them. And that is where we end today's session. Thank you so much for playing, players. You did it. Congratulations. We had to get in the coffins, right? Yes. The official Gross. way out. Uh, there were three ways Gross. out. Gross. Three ways out. The... I was debating just going in, but I didn't. <laughs> the official way out. Was, Our way was more badass. Yeah, yeah, I, and I wasn't sure whether you would attempt it or what and things and stuff, and also it can go wrong. But let me, uh, yeah. So each of you had a coffin that had a set of bones you know. inside that re represented each of you. As you got close to each coffin, you would hear something. Um, if Suna had gone near her coffin, she would have heard the desert. If Aura oh, had gone near her, she would have heard the forest. I'm glad I didn't. Kalugi could hear... Uh, his wife um and uh, grim could hear something else but he never did because he's dumb and he never rolled high on his perception checks um uh, obviously ellie and Bo could hear the sounds of the city there are the bones of each of you in there they were your bones um tiefling bones um humanoid bones with one eye of the skull which was smoking for sooner um kalugi's had a blunt silver blade next to him Grim had uh, just a huge, he's just enormous, isn't he? His, his bones are huge. And uh, Bose was a, uh, a, a skeleton with lots of hair. Um, and uh, yeah, Aura was a tiefling, so you can tell her apart from the bones of a tiefling from, um, from where you are. And yeah, you just had to lay down. That was what you would have had to do um, to get out to, uh, to yeah, accept your death to escape. Um, the... I did, do I still have the envelope that I grabbed? No. None, nothing that okay. happened in there was real. And nothing that you brought out with you was, was, uh, 
Probably. But I'll remember it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you remember, you remember it. Um, you also can deal psychic damage to him, which is what uh, Mind Spike is, and which is what the Vicious Mockery was. Um, if you dealt enough psychic damage, it was actually affecting him on the outside. Um, and uh, obviously Aura ha is able to fucking create portals. She is a Horizon Walker Ranger. She can do these things, um, and it's it's a power that is just far greater than than uh, lovely Igan. Um, he was very strong, but compared to you know Arhi's gift here to unlock that and give you that ability to to move around, um, yeah, there's almost nothing really that kind of matches that level of strength. So. It was fair, fair enough. Um, however, uh, you rolled your wisdom checks. They were contested wisdom rolls based on the dispel magic rules um, to see if you could actually successfully do that because it was somewhat you kind of willing yourself to be able to do it as well. So you also had to be strong enough mentally to bypass Igan. You had to counter hack. The computer thinks, um, which you did. You rolled. Uh, I think I rolled poorly on both of them and you rolled high enough by far yeah. to do it. It was like 19 or something. So um, those were the three ways out. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I figured that you would get to one of them eventually. Um, and uh, yeah, now there are all sorts of uh, fun things for you to do next time. Uh, it was good that you did it. You you came out. There was a last little bit where you have to finish mop up the bad guys on wobbly legs. O is a water elementalist. Um, and officially now able to kind of do all of his stuff and understand it and begin that journey. Uh, congrats. Well done. You did it. I was scared. I was scared you wouldn't do it. Um, oh, also you would have had to fight Igan if you didn't uh, deal with him at the end, by the way. Um, you would have had to fight him in the real world as well. Uh, if you, depending on what choices you made at the end. So, uh, chopping his head off was a good idea. Um... Just wasn't sure if you would. I wanted to present you with the idea. Shall I chop his head off? Um, to see whether you did remember that they do retain their... Oh, yes. For a little, they retain their kind of consciousness for enough time for you to question him. I remember, but uh, Ellie wasn't going to tell Zona what to do with regards to, you know, her father. She right. noticed that. Yeah, yeah, that was, oh. a, that was a big deal. Um, you guys are all level five. Congratulations. Uh, so we'll do all that level up stuff offline. Um, level five is a is a big one, but you don't get a lot. Most of you don't get a lot. I know that Aura now gets extra attack, which is just so such a big deal. She needs it. Um, <laughs> for the, when the, the ranger gets the extra attack is uh, is very useful. Um, so yeah, level five. You guys leveled up. I've been waiting for so long for you to get to this fight. To do that i was like man i should have had them level up at something before this because i was I, you know i somewhat plan milestone it so i'm like yeah where would they do it in final fantasy after that boss fight um and uh yeah we'll see there are so there's one uh one 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 player off the board now congratulations again dealt with so, we'll do a quick round of shout-outs, and then next week we will begin the next chapter uh, of this um, book. Which is my book. Because I'm the GM. And you're all characters, and you did your lines very well. You read all of the lines exactly as I wrote them in the script. 
Gretchen. Oh, they can still hear us. Um, round of shout outs. Let's start with Katie Peters plays. Hello, I'm Katie Peters plays. I played Aura for you today and I rolled okay. You did. So I'm. You are you kidding me? Clutch, no, you, were, you got us you out saved of there. everyone, really. Yeah, yeah you uh, saved our lives. It's not even the MVP. role, it's the fact that you gated us out of there. Yeah. yeah. That was like work. MVP. <laughs> I was afraid yeah. Brad was going to be like, and you're on a remote island, nothing's around, and I'm be like, okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's nothing. We <laughs> die on a little deserted island, TPK. I was um, worried that you would fail one of the wisdom checks and it would close. Yeah, <laughs> I was too. I was. I, I mean, honestly, like so. half of you would be out, and the other half wouldn't be able to get out, or whatever. We'll see. So, oh, anyway. but I had fun playing Aura today. I'm excited to be level five. Uh, you have no idea. But uh, if you want to hang out with me, I stream on my channel, Katie Peters Plays. We are going to be playing some more Assassin's Creed Origins, where I geek out about ancient Egypt soon. Um, and there's a new bread emote that's high quality and made by a very, very... It can see um, into your soul. Yeah, it's it, it, like the artist just was it's wonderful insane. and captured it perfectly. So <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, there's that too. So come see the bread and that's me. All right, roll a hit dice for me, KPP. Why? Because it's your level, you up. level up. Oh, I was like, what, how is, much, what is this? Uh, HP you gain. Okay. Ten. Damn, son. Nice. Yeah. Max. Uh, oh. All right, next. Pocket, where can people find you and things and stuff? You can find me at Pocket on Twitch. Actually, there's no at sign. Just twitch.tv slash Pocket. At Pocket on Twitter. Ooh. Um, I, I was playing Animal Crossing all week. Tomorrow, or not tomorrow. Uh, the day after tomorrow, I'm getting into crafting. I'm going back into cosplay. I finally, like, organized my set and uh be working on harley quinn and the mandalorian i'm excited Ooh. it's about time i get back into that stuff but um yeah so that's it uh i had a lot of fun uh i think kpp easily gets mvp of today for that that portal i was gonna jump in that cat uh the coffin i will say that but i think you would have worked it out probably I, well, the that's next time yeah. yeah oh yeah but as yeah. soon as i got called back obviously if everyone's moving that way, Ellie's not going to be like, no, 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 no. Let me right. lay in if this there was coffin. no uh, <laughs> yeah. portal, I think you guys probably would have yeah. worked it out next turn. I think that would have been when you... And then it would have been a matter of you getting to the coffins without uh, him fucking with you. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I think you would have I think you would have got out. I wasn't sure though, because sometimes you don't know. You present kind of weird things like that. And, you know, you just sometimes you just miss it and you're like, I don't know. And then well, I think I think it was pretty obvious down. to Ellie when she opened the thing and was it was her name. It's like yeah, oh, it's her name. Okay. Right. Yeah, and yours <laughs> was the only one, by the way, that had like the bones all scattered around, uh, whereas everyone else's was like a skeleton. Yours was all kind of messed up and stuff. Um, everyone else's Ooh. was actually a skeleton. Um, huh. Tell us so what that means. There were two reasons for it. Um, initially, when I made the puzzle. I wanted uh, not everyone to instantly be able to recognize their bones straight away, right? They yeah. run up and see, I don't know whose that is. And uh, also, you're a little funky, right? You're a little undead funky thing already. Yeah. So, really, it was just to represent the fact that you're broken. You're, <laughs> broken, broken is a good yeah. word, but that'll do. Mm. Um, so, yes, it was It was really just to represent that. Um, All, as soon as I saw the black envelope, I knew it was mine. Yeah, so, you went straight to your one yeah. as well. Um, and you started closest to yours as well, which was uh, 
Interesting. Well, Although, I know the last time, Ellie would do one of two things. She'd go back to where she started and try to aim for the orb where she knew it was, or she would go towards the noise again. Yeah. And so I was like, I, I think she'd go towards the noise. Yeah, you had to get within uh, 15 feet of your own coffin to hear the noise was the rule that I think I wrote down. I've closed it now. Um, and then you get the percept. That was when I called for the perception checks. Uh, so, yeah. Well, uh, do you want to roll a hit dice as well? See how much HP you get? Absolutely not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Damn, son. That was one under, Max. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, another 10, and then uh, that, yeah, extend your maximum HP. Um, you'll be at full as well. I'll just give you that knowledge now. We'll, we'll start after a long rest next time. Um, okay. So you can turn, you can give give yourself all your stuff back. Um, what about you, Disby? Where are you at in the week and what are you doing and stuff? Oh, you can find me at Twitch at DisbyArix. I play a lot of variety games, scary games, fun games, silly games. And I played Bo Bobo for you today. And it was a great episode. Mm. MVP goes to KPP. Seriously, holy shit. Yeah. Everybody uh, did so well. Thank you so much for all the fun. It was, it was cool. Uh, I've also discovered how broken you are now with your, with your control ice spell which is cool i'm okay with it because i kept telling you you might be the most powerful creature in the world i'm and, excited and you have just a bonus d4 at every turn. good thing we're going to an ice plane <laughs> and yeah i know and i'm glad also awesome. that you have uh the only thing i am glad of is that a bard has a lot of bonus spells like healing word or bardic inspiration and now this thing so it's like kind of an okay one for it to land on i guess and my gm brain trying to fucking balance this party which it, I can't do. And I knew I wouldn't be able to do from the beginning and I gave up trying. Um, <laughs> hence spider. Uh, do you want to roll me uh, the hit dice as well? For your I'd be happy to. Oh god. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> wow. What's with all these tens right now? Maybe if this you is... don't roll a ten on yours. It's bananas. I'm not going to, you know, you know how I roll. If it's you do, well. what if if you do, everyone gets an inspiration point. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, Phil's rule. You don't you can't okay. get a natural one on hit die, you can re-roll it. Oh my god. <laughs> five. five. Yeah, you you don't even deserve it. You can have the five. Uh... Wow. Uh amazing. Ten, 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 natural one three, natural one three, and then a five. Okay. Uh amazing. PB, where are you then in the week <laughs> and what are you doing and what is gone on about? Oh goodness gracious. Um hi, I'm Pumpkinberry and you can find me at Twitch and Twitter at Pumpkinberry. I played Zuna for you today and um Right now I'm playing through Final Fantasy Tactics. I'm obsessed with it over on my channel. But I am also here on the new show that started on Fridays, uh, Facade, which is um, dark, kind of, I want to say, detective noir thriller. It's really, really good. Uh, it's a horror show. Oh, I get to be in a horror show instead of GMing one. I'm so happy. Um, and then I'm also GMing here on Wednesdays for Gone, uh, which is our surreal kind of sci-fi thriller. Um, which is only five episodes in. So if you want something to, you know, start, definitely highly recommend that. And that's it. That's me. Okay. So KPP MVP. Always. KPP MVP. Um, yeah. So we have on Tuesdays, we have Witchcraft and Wizardry. Wednesdays, we have Gone. Um, Fridays, we have Facade. 
KPP also has facade because that's what her education was. And that brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, we'll see you next time for another thrilling episode of Roasting KPP live on the internet for your entertainment. Free on twitch.tv forward slash table story. All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. Congrats, team. We're going to go level up some stuff and we'll see you next week. Thanks for watching. Bye.